Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Flank. I'm joined by the one and only the human turret, one of the best ARs to play the game. Give it up for the world champion, Sam LaRue, a.k.a. Octane. We got some of the best analysis in the game for stacking in rank play. Like an absolute asshole. Give it up for the world champ, Christopher Duarte, a.k.a. Parasite. We got the wor multi-world champ, multi-champion legend icon to the scene. Give it up for Patrick Price, a.k.a. Aix, even though he's not really showing his face right now. He's showing something else. We'll get there. And, of course, we got the executive producer, Mr. Benji Nassim. Gentlemen, what's going on, folks? What's going on? Ben, let's start with you because let me tell you something. You look great today, Ben. You look great. Yeah, had some, uh, had some good streams today. Weather was a bit interesting here. It snowed, actually, after we got off the matches. So I walked around a bit in the snow, which was a good vibe. But other than that, just been hanging out and excited. I think you and I were worried. Earlier this week, we're like, eh, I don't know if we're going to have a talk about it on Friday. We're looking at the matches. and We're going to do a Q&A with the fans we're today. We're going to do Q&A, but like, yeah, I, I think this this one might be fucking late. We got Kason in the chat. Shout out fucking Kason. Yep, shout out to Kason as well. Shout out to Kason. I see Kason tweeting about the, the Kai Sinat, the, the basketball. There was a, what, a celebrity basketball game going on? Yeah. Uh, it's really cool to see a streamer in the in the in the in the All Star game like that. I think uh, streamers are going a long way. So shout out to Kai, shout out to Kason. Uh, Sam, how you doing, man? You doing all right? Doing doing good. I streamed on three different fucking three times today because we had a, a little intermission for the CDL games. But hey, we're back. Yeah, you. So you started on Twitch today, <laughs> and then you had to end it. Go to YouTube for the games, and then. They ended in like, like two hours, so you're like, fuck it, let's go back to Twitch, play some more rain play. Yeah, yeah we're, we're back and forth these days, Sam. We're all over the place. Yeah. Uh, Chris, what's going on? Chris, how you doing? I know you've been grinding. You're what, top three now, right, Chris? You're frying. Uh, yeah, playing a lot of rank play. Don't really care about the rank. I just play a lot because I'm a degenerate and I uh, like streaming, okay. but uh, just, yeah, grinding, you know, yeah. keeping up with the times. But Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, four stacking, yeah. To, Listen, I, I try to have fun. I don't care if it's super competitive, so I'll play with my friends. I don't care. I'm shameless. Okay, Chris. Yeah, it'd be like that, Chris. It'd be like that. Okay. And then, of course, we've got the one and only Patrick Price. Pat, I know you've been working hard over there with X Defiant and everything going on. How's work? How's everything going, Pat? Everything's going good, Tom. Everything's going good. Um, damn, it's February already. That's crazy. But yeah, everything's time going flies, good. Pat. Time be flying. All right, guys. I say we get right into it. I say we talk about the two matches today because let's be honest, there's a lot to talk about and there's a lot to break down in this episode. We all know about the lawsuit and about the, the optic thing. Lawsuit? Uh, what happened? Yeah, yeah, we'll get there, Sam. We'll get there. If you didn't hear, Sam, we'll get there for sure. Uh, I say we'll, two, both matches today were, were really, really quick matches, man. We only had two matches today, which I guess we'll start off with that. Do you guys like the two a two-match day no. like this? What did you guys think about a two-match day? What were your thoughts? It's a terrible schedule. Yeah. I don't know why well. we just had it like a two week break into two to two matches. Six right? month off season, one month break, another two week is, break. I don't, I don't even I don't know the reason. The Super Bowl. The no, no, but what was no, the reason no. for two matches? Oh, that I don't know. That, that was why we had a break. Yeah, that's why we had a two week oh, break. Yeah, They're just trying week, to spread yeah. them out. Like I, I just think the problem is like it's just such a quick day. Like today, like if, if Carolina had closed out the last series, it would have been over by like four thirty PM. Like it was actually wild. There's a potential like an hour and a half play two matches but like I, I don't get it at this point you might as well just reduce the matches down to two and have four on saturday four on sunday mm. i don't quite understand it. i don't think the league gets communicated anything as to the decision on this one yeah it, it doesn't really make any sense and i mean the day flew by quick uh it was a quick series i mean we'll start off with the first one we had miami heretics going up against toronto ultra and let's just take a look here 
at that score sheet, at that stat sheet, and see what's going on. Nearly the red carpet here for the Miami Heretics. Vickel saved them <laughs> from that one. Uh, I'll be honest with you guys. Uh, Toronto bullied them today. Bad. It was bad. They bullied them. They played. They squared up on Rio the first two maps, which I thought Toronto. I know, Sam, you were talking about how you felt Rio might have matched up with Miami because it's just how they play, like a play style thing. You yeah, I like the map been, for them. Yeah, it was a good map for them. I know. And then in the interview, I know Envoy said that they wanted to get reps on it. But they came out and they just completely fried, especially Dylan Envoy in that first map. He just went absolutely insane. Uh, we'll start off with you, Ben. What did you think about the series? Uh, definitely think Toronto just, it was, they just outplayed him today. Bad. Miami looked like they couldn't keep up. I thought map one was pretty close up until uh, Miami misread or lost track of a guy in a P3 and it kind of spiraled from User there. Map two was actually pretty close, went to round 10, but I thought Toronto was in control of that map from the start. And then uh, the control was a little bit interesting, and then Toronto just kind of slammed them last round. So I thought Toronto controlled the series well. They got some good reps. They're the better team talent-wise. They're in cruise control. And for Miami, this is what we expect, man. I don't really expect them to get upset against these top teams. They're just going to be kind of a mid-pack squad. No one to get to them from a day-to-day -day, uh, aspect. And to be honest, I didn't think Scrap was going to lose to his ex-teammate, bro. I think there was... Fucking zero chance of that happening. Yeah, and also th today we had uh, a little debut here from Eric Boom as well, and clearly not the debut you want to see from the new player coming in. Uh, I know he was doing his thing in Challengers, and they, they, they're taking a chance with their substitutes. So what do you think, Sam? We'll go over to you. Do you do you think it was just a slow start? Maybe got to get those nerves out a little bit, or, or what do you think? I think it's just a kind of a shitty draw. They make a roster change right into defending champs, and then phase, I think, tomorrow or the day after, so... Um, not the shit. ideal start for Mr. Well, Boom over there, but you know, let's happens. uh let's ask Scrap because he's in the channel right now. Scrap, like, what was the thought process? The maps getting picked here and like <clears throat> playing into your ex teammate. Oh, is that like uh, you know, what's going on? Today? <laughs> Are you fading? No, bro, no, you're not fading. He's, huh? like, he's always fading. You can hear him bro. smiling through the fucking <laughs> mic. Scrap, good uh, good match today. You obviously come out and uh, you take care of business. Uh, seemed like you guys won pretty comfortable. I know the maps got close, but for the most part, watching it, it seemed like you guys were dominating. For you, it seemed like you guys are always staying ahead of the map and, and mm -hmm. obviously outslaying them as well. Uh, what was the mindset going in? I mean, I'm sure coming off an, an event when you guys are just have extreme dopamine right now. What's going on? Uh, yeah. Um, Rio is just like kind of just a lit map. I feel like it's the first map this year that's kind of just like a total mix fest, but it kind of makes sense at the same time. Uh, um, Scrins of bitch is going good in it. I saw so Scott. I like I, I'm glad you're here. I was gonna say, so you used a sub today, which I thought yeah. it was interesting because you guys ran three subs, but they ran two. They did a two and two setup. Yeah, so I think did, some people have like a different way of running it. Some teams run two two, some three one. I feel like if bends. you're not running three on certain hills, especially, you're trolling. In my opinion. Yeah, I'm probably the same. What do you think, you, Chris? Go ahead, Chris. Chris, what do you think, think about the series? <clears throat> I think uh, well, I like the I like the map picks out of Toronto again. Some uh, good reps on the newer maps uh, early in the season when they're playing uh, you know some of the lower tier teams here, and also it was good to see Scrabble the sub because he's obviously he's got the talent to do so. So it's kind of like you're putting it's kind of like a scare tactic in a way as well. They're getting reps, but they're also like kind of instilling a little bit of fear in the other players in the league. It's like wow, okay, so these guys are going to be good at this map too. Like now, like whenever they play against some of these other teams. Uh, it's gonna you know gonna cause a little bit of mind game. So yeah. uh, I, mean, I, I like the map picks. And scrap, you guys, you guys played Rio S and D as well. Uh, some people have been saying they don't really like it. I mean, the bomb site's weird, right? Like the mid bomb site. Is that why people don't really like it? Um, I I don't know. I don't think it plays that bad. You I don't mind like, it. I feel like it's kind of 
I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like even map. Well, Sam, where you saying, map, you saying you didn't really like it that much? Or somebody, somebody no, was saying it, was, it played out differently than I thought. I mean, it's, better, it's, it's 10 times better than Terminal and probably five times better than Skid Row. So. Those maps are fucking well, terrible. And also, Scrap Invasion needs to be removed like as fast as possible. That map shouldn't even SMB? be played. Invasion, hard no, Hardpoint. No, Hardpoint. It shouldn't yeah, even be played. Unplay like, it's that, unplayable. No, no, no. That map's actually terrible. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know how that's in a rotation. There's no flow of the map anymore. There's no, no like... I was talking about it yesterday, but like... Go ahead. I mean, I don't know how, like, people won't really understand it, but there's just a flow of a map in COD where, like, it's, a it's team like, has, like, dominance in a team, like, thing, and then a hill will happen on that uh, map now where it just, like, kills everything. It feels like the map mean. reset. It's, um, it's like, um, like, when you say there's no flow, it's like the timings are all over the place. Like, it's never, there's not, like, a consistency in terms of, like, like, how people, like, position themselves and where people are going to be on, like, rotations, yeah, that's on, like, spawns. breaks. It feels like playing AIDS, bro. Yeah, like it's, really, it's really bad. Yeah. It's also spawns, but also just like the placement of the hill. Like it's a yeah. it's a whole courtyard. Like yeah, it's a whole courtyard, and everyone's fighting on each side. Like it's not fun. And what I don't mm -hmm. understand is like when when they test these maps and they go through changing these maps. Do, when they make these changes, do they not try them out for a couple of days and like right, monitor well, I, the spawns? I, I don't even know if I'm supposed to say this, but I don't really like, bro. They they these changes were made before the game was even out. Before the game, these changes were made before the game was out. Yeah, like yeah. they like went and played the match and like tried to see what was that. the best. And so they were just gonna play. Obviously, if you don't play the map, like you're not you're really know gonna know the best spot. So they just picked the certain spots. I don't even know if that one was picked to be honest. And now like they Wait, switched to midway. You're telling me that these so before these the just game random was changes out, then. they changed the hills. So like you didn't know how spawns worked on any of exactly. the hills prior. Exactly. How the map would flow, and then they changed them. What the fuck? Exactly. Who, who, is, who, is they so who is they in the situation? Uh, the developers. The developers. Yeah, but who made the suggestions for the hill changes? Is that using the devs as well? Uh, I think players. They're saying the players suggest these hill changes. Nah, I need a name for who picked the quarter. No, no, no. It was just like, no, no, no. I don't, honestly, that one, I don't think they, they meant to put it there. Like, the, I don't think <laughs> the players the picked that one. Or the Karachi P4 as well. I need a name. <laughs> I don't, okay. th I I don't think the players picked that one, and they just... I'm pretty sure what I was told was the players picked, you know, like underneath American, the fountain. Yeah. Yeah. There is supposed to be there. That makes okay? perfect sense. It's supposed to be there. But now it's in the middle of the courtyard. I mean, I'll be, the, the evasion's chalked. Got to get that out of the rotation. That's Scrap, definitely next to go. Have you a uh, quick question? Because I, I was talking to Daniel Say and he, he talking to him, he was making it sound like uh, that it, there was a lot of pros that didn't want to uh, even try Vista or put it in the game just yet for stage two because it was too early. I never heard that. I've heard every pro that I hear is like, bro, we should be playing this map. Yeah, I don't know. It was just he. He said that there was even pushback by some, by some pros. So it sounds like there was. That, that could be. It could no, be. No, I, I, I believe him. To be I honest, with, with the way he was telling me, it, it sounds like to me it just wasn't. It wasn't. Everybody wasn't a hundred percent down. Like it was like. It, it, I feel like everybody doesn't have to be at the same time. Like if it's just if it's just more than yeah, I don't think people it that aren't down then yeah, I don't think in. it matters. If it's actually, one team, fuck them, bro. What was yeah. the map coming for? Invasion hardpoint probably right. Um, well, what's I the would other map? Vista. It's that. No, no, no. It's no invasion no. or sub base, bro. No invasion. Invasion can't no, be played. Definitely invasion. Bro, I'm that telling you, that map is not competitive anymore. It's terrible. And we also need that. We need like terminal S and D out of here too. I was going to ask you, Scrap, I mean, yeah. this isn't to put you or any pros on the spot, but, like, from the consensus that I've seen, a lot of people don't like the changes of the hills on a lot of the maps. I a lot of people would say that potentially the majority of the maps might have actually got worse. 100%. Um, Karachi's have, ruined. Karachi's have you ruined. Guys, have you guys went back to, like, the developers? Because I know you guys have a chat and, like, said, yo, 
can we like revert or maybe like rethink some of these hills, et cetera, et cetera? Like, have you guys even like brought that up? I know you guys are kind of busy with like obviously trying to learn the new game and changing it again would kind of be. Um, I mean, I personally, but... like personally, I'm not on that side. Like, I just mm -hmm. kind of spun up and whatever. Like, I'm playing, <laughs> yeah, I play. That's fair. That's fair. Who am I so, scrimming today? That's exactly. I don't like. I really couldn't tell you who I even scrim tomorrow. I I'm just, curious like, if any show pros up. or maybe in the chat. Or but I would, I would think like, there's no cause... way we're just playing this. Like, Bro. this is shit. This is dog shit. But like, <laughs> it's so bad. like we're gonna get used to it. We're gonna play it. But well, you, you got to be one with the shit now. I mean, that's just exactly be, that's the life of a Call of Duty player. That's been the life of a COD player, especially the last few years. Um, but yeah, hopefully we can get Vista added back into the rotation. Anybody got any questions for Scrap while we yeah, have him from the I, series I today? Go so, ahead, Ben. So going in this series, like I know you're playing one of your ex-teammates. Was there a little bit of extra motivation to score up against Fickle on the other side? Uh, I don't know. Not really. Like I've been, I've, I've played Javi a couple of times now last year. Um, I don't know. I think this year it's another, like, like we were dominant last year against them. Even though they're better this year, I still feel like we're like pretty dominant against them. So I feel like at this what point, you everybody, brother. I mean, yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> what's your What's your read on Challengers. the team? Because they've been they have been like pretty day to day. Do you think it's their play style is the reason they're day to day? Do you think there's other things going on? Is they're gonna like figure uh, out and get to more consistent level? I don't really know. Like I I don't really know how like their like scrims are i don't really like know because i'm not gonna lie we played them a couple days ago and they kind of railed us in a few maps oh, Jesus um, Christ. like they railed us on rio and a couple other maps um i don't know but like how we like set up for matches like i don't know i don't really care i don't really care what other teams do as long as like we're doing ours and like just trying to get better as us like we're just focused on ourselves during online matches there's mm -hmm. no point to just mm -hmm. be there's no point to, like we're like we're already like honestly like probably like qualified for champs so like we're just honestly trying to get as best Strengthen our like map pool as wide as we can, and just get good at every single map, just so like there's no gaps, and just be an overall dominant team as a whole. So, scrap so you funny. tweeted, "GG's Go Miami one three zero. Welcome to the league, little man." At Eric Boone. <laughs> uh, why did you tweet that? And uh, and what were your thoughts on Eric Boone's performance <laughs> today? No, no, honestly, like I didn't even know that he had like a like a bad series. So like, but like, nah, this is my guy. Eric's my guy. <laughs> Oh, he's your guy. I'm not gonna oh, lie. You know no, no, him. Oh, you know yeah, no, no. I'm friends with all the Spanish. They know that too. I was just messing. I DM'd them after, bro. I said, like, bro, you're chilling, man. Like, oh, man. I honestly said, like, Sam, you know how you say, I said, like, bro, we do this to a lot of teams. So, like, don't, like, <laughs> don't, like, take this to bro, the heart. Everyone's getting shit on, bro. It's much. nothing personal. <laughs> exactly. Like, if I'm going to be honest, that's what I told him. Yeah. But, you yeah, know, that's my guy. He is, like, <laughs> yeah, that's they're crazy actually pretty stuff. good. Like, are, their scrims against us, like, I don't know. I was pretty shocked. So, Pat, you got any questions? That's Scrappy. We got a special guest today. Uh, I don't have a question for Scrappy. I, I have a question for all of us, though. What happened mm. to making roster changes where you pick up somebody that's better than the guy you dropped? Are those days oh, over? Toronto, bro. They don't mm. know. Are you, are, you, are you saying... Are those days over? Mm. I'm, I know, but I'm saying I'm tired of these, like, lateral moves. Like, if you're going to make a roster change, right, you need to be making moves, like picking up, like, like good-ass players that can come in and make an impact. I'm tired of just being, like... Oh, this guy got shit on. Let's just grab another guy who's probably gonna do the exact same shit. Like, but, but you don't you don't know that for sure. Like they have a certain player listen, pool. Listen, bro, that they can you pick you out know and... you know you can tell if someone's gonna be a star or just an, another guy. Works, I mean, I definitely bro. think Eric Boom was playing well in challenges and doing his thing. I mean, he needs and he also speaks Spanish, which I yeah, think is a big there, positive. Yeah, but was there was there a better <laughs> was, was there a better player in challengers? 
for sure. Hypothetically, maybe. Yeah, but you got Pat. You got to remember. you got to remember. These guys like they could speak English, yes, but that's definitely not their first language at all. Well, yeah. Chris could speak Spanish. Like, there's people out there that I'm are bilingual. I'm not playing on a Spanish team. I would just, literally not know I'm what not, you're saying, bro. No, nah, no. Nah, it's, it's way different. It is way different. <sighs> they, 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 they call out the speed of they light. They can speak bro. English. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, like, they can't speak English. But, like, I yeah. Like, fluidity of it, it's, it's easier to speak Spanish. I don't even think Eric Bloom's a bad player. He definitely played bad today. I don't think he's bad. That's what you want him to pick up a superstar. No, not superstar. I just want the best candidate to get the spot. But who would that be? Like, Pat, That's I feel like at this point. I mean, at this point, we're saying that the only reason Eric Bloom got picked up is because he speaks Spanish. No, no. He was already on the slate. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Will move. Who would you pick you up? Pat, Pat, this isn't moving up? the needle, is right, what I'm saying. Up, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Up? Like, I want to know who you want I to mean, pick up. Bro. I'm probably picking up Standy, bro. Free agent. That guy was bro, frying on Vegas. He wanted to win. After they, yeah, he got dropped after they already made the change. You're trolling. Next. Any they, other they, ones? <laughs> what does that have to do, bro? You can, you can pick somebody up and then be like, damn, we got a better option. Let's make that one happen. Like, League is soft. I'm not spewing. League is soft. Like, I'm tired of people that want to. There's just too many teams that are just like content being average bro Eric, you, Eric got, you got you got you got Seth in and Hex suing the, the league the for 600 million dollars and you got other teams that are just sitting here like nah, it's okay we'll just be average it's all good <laughs> like I don't understand it man like I, I don't I people don't want to win anymore and I'm tired of it and it's making the league uh, way more boring than it than it should be, in my listen, honest opinion. Listen, Eli, I mean, if you're in like, chat, man, you better start hitting the Duolingo because uh, Pat wants you on Miami, dude. Yeah, that was just know, one I, example I, of a be a better player. Like there, there's there's, there's, there's plenty in challengers. Eric is literally think, at the top uh, of the challenger food chain in terms of the subs. Are you drunk, brother? Bro, you gotta uh, be like, sick of this. Bro, they gotta speak Spanish, bro. Like that don't, don't say like, we here, crap. Don't say we. It's one person. Let's just. But again, we, we have to make I a mean, roster like, change based on whether yeah, a guy speaks Spanish. I mean, like, bro, that's, that's, what, that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. saying. That's a problem, Pat. bro. That's yapping. All right, get, anyways. That's, uh, that's a clear call. issue. Pat, do you have any thoughts on a series today? Toronto Ultra slammed Miami. Any thoughts hey, bro, on you're it? not going to pick up LeBron James? If you just doesn't <laughs> speak Spanish? So like, <laughs> like, what? No, but I'm saying. Do you find anybody in LeBron's caliber in challenges? people who don't speak Spanish. That's just going to die on this hill no matter how wrong Think about it. Think about it. Challenger players right now, there's only 11 teams that can join because one of them, they can't join unless they're bilingual. It makes no fucking sense. And Bro. to to your question, Tom, no, they suck. I I've told you, <laughs> I'm done with the Miami Heretics. They're garbage. They're, you sold they're, your vamos, they're, they're I, I, don't, I don't. I don't think they're garbage. Finito. They're just like they're the garbage. Way they, the way they play garbage, and the bro. way they score up, like bro. Not every team in this league is going to be Toronto. Not every team in this league is going to be Atlanta Face. Not every team in the league is going to be Optic. There just is a situation. Someone said they got to be. Yeah, but I'm just saying, there's clearly tiers of teams, and they're they're trying to be like in that. Fucking bit their six spot, and that's just where they're at, bro. Yeah, Scrappy, yeah. let's get back on track. Let's go back ridiculous. to special guest Scrappy. Scrappy, what's Yo. your next match? Who are you playing? Uh, Minnesota in front of a live Ooh. crowd on Sunday. In front of a oh, live sure. crowd? Where, yeah. Uh, like you guys land, love that shit. Nah, at our uh, facility. The, you guys okay, love yeah, that. Facility thing, yeah. And I'm going to be doped up. <laughs> wait, doped up wait, sure. aren't, aren't the Heretics up. like 0-9 their last nine maps? 0-9 yeah, is crazy. In this one. That so is kind of crazy, Pat. They got to get ones on the board. They got to play uh, five. Guys are horrible, horrible, bro. Hold yeah, on. I got, six, I got six. I got 6-0'd in one day at Boston, so. Like, yeah, bro, did you, did you come happened. back on land and get 
three oh smoke showed? Like online? online? I mean, Sorry. Uh, yeah, online. yeah, we actually lost and we made a change. Damn. And then hey, the next hey, hey oh. made a change. There you go. <laughs> God, my, my and you picked up mine? someone better than Bro. the guy you dropped. Which go is ahead, important. Ben. Ben, 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 you got the floor, Ben. Go Listen, ahead. Listen, Miami, Miami got a tough draw because they came back from that, that gang slammed by off the gang slammed by Vegas and they had to play Toronto and phase back to back, which is already a tough draw. But after that, they have Vegas, Thieves, and then New York, and we'll get Carolina, we'll get to those two teams, and then Rocker. Like, the schedule after this for for Miami opens up for them to get three or four wins and make it in the winner's bracket. So just get past this weekend, see how you do, and then really turn up next weekend because that's where the points are at. I don't think, regardless of how they played last land, you would have favored them in either one of these matches. If they play right? phase tomorrow? If they, if they had gone to the land last last uh, couple weeks ago, they'd gotten top eight. Would you have favored them against Toronto in phase? No. To begin with, so. It was always mm. an 0-2 start likely for them, and we'll see what they do tomorrow to maybe not get that. Yep. Uh, listen, anybody else got any other questions for Scrap? Uh, I guess my only other question, Scrap, is, you know, map three, you guys were <laughs> looking to close it out, and then you shot bodies. Like, you know, any thoughts the, on that? No, the reason yeah, I shot his body. You did bodies. You did it. No one's no, no, no. you. So, already I call on a streak. Horrible streak. Uh, guy comes out of top broken, and I'm like, where'd this guy go? And I just, like... <laughs> I just hear something. I'm like, what the fuck is that sound? Uh, I look sound down hard. and this guy's fucking bumping his head three times on the <laughs> AC, and I'm just like, oh, this is trolley. So I just like, you know, he starts shooting him. his body. He lit him up. He's like, shoot, give him a couple extra bullets. Just Bro, know, it's like, why oh, did you call trolley. it a streak in top three Bro, when you had him in a spot trap? I wasn't gonna be able to call it in. You cost me a hundred fucking dollars because I wanted the missile dope. Uh, well, okay. that costed me. All you need to do was three ohm bro, right it there. It costed us two keep, rounds. Keep, I know. It costed us two rounds. I know, bro. It got a little scary, but... All right, any other final thoughts on Miami, Toronto Ultra? I think we'll just... Wait, wait. I got one. I got of one. Of course, Pat. Of course. Floor is Scra yours. Uh, Scraps, this is for yeah. you. How did you let Lucky get 47 kills in the first three maps? <laughs> he costed... He costed... I don't know. He's just like... Checking me out. He's in weird spots at weird times. That's your question, Pat? Bro, it was 46 and a half, Tom. I had less. Yo, how did they know? That's a federal question to ask Scrap, bro. Yeah, how did they know? Scrap got gunned once when he shouldn't How did they know what the lines? Because they take because they just take the average from every map. They're probably just seeing where the line's settling every time. 46 and a half, and he got 47. It always ends somewhere, bro, on the line. For the most part. Vegas knows. Listen, these books know how to ride the line. Use code Zuma. Prize picks down. Maximize your ability to make revenue off of y'all, bro. That they... They are in the business of making money. Just know that. Yeah. I'm the business of making money. You know who else is in the business of making money? Activision Blizzard, Ben. Yeah. yeah we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll show. definitely get there. We'll definitely fucking get there. Any other thoughts, guys? Any other thoughts? Nope. All righty. Let's move on to the next series of the day. Keep in mind there was only scrap, two series. Uh, yeah, appreciate you know, it. Oh, I thought uh, you're out, Scrap. Yeah, you're Ernie. leaving us, Scrap. Yeah, Thank who, you, Ernie. Oh, wait. Tee just played? Uh, we're oh, going to talk about Carolina. Uh, this is a reverse sweep trolling. I'm not watching that. Yeah, this was, this was a tragic <laughs> Yeah, we got a lot to talk about here. But Scrap, thank you so much for coming on, bro. Appreciate you. Later, uh, yeah, It's a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, next series of the day, we got the Carolina Royal Ravens going up against the New York Sublanders. Carolina go up 2-0 in the series. And then they just absolutely throw it away. New York comes back. Uh, they win a close game in control, and then they just swap that momentum. They take the momentum from them, and they just roll them in the next two maps. I mean, you can see 150 points in a fourth map. They beat them 6-1 in the last map. Uh, it wasn't close. It almost seemed like Carolina just completely broke down. Is this the first? Has Carolina been reverse sweeped multiple times this year? 
They lost when they lost to Vegas, right? In a group. Nah, because the majority of their matches after their their first win, they didn't even win a map. So no. <laughs> I don't know about reverse sweep. I'm more so saying I think they just can't win a game five. Yeah, they can't win a game. That's I think that's what it is. They just can't they clutch won, up in a game five. They should be zero and three in game five. I don't know how the fuck they beat Vegas in that game. They got five, lucky like, there this year. Yeah, they lost one to Phase. Lost one to Seattle. Oh right, Jesus Christ! Then this one actually, they've lost three game fives. Holy shit. Take a look here at the stat sheet. Red carpet Damn. for the Carolina Ravens and a green carpet for the New York subliners. Uh, New York definitely had him in the kills department in this series. That's for sure. Sam, we'll move on to you. What was your thoughts on a series? Uh, both these teams suck. You think so, Sam? You don't like Great either? analysis, bro. Great analysis. Both these teams suck, bro. Yeah, I got uh, a few clips. Sure. I got a few clips in this series for Sam, sure. Sam, not everybody can be nah. Atlanta, Toronto, and nah. Optic. Both nah, these nah, teams like, are absolutely horrible. For different and reasons. For, for different sure. reasons, but both yeah. of these teams are absolutely terrible. But I think the, the – so New York we'll get to probably in a second. I think we should talk about Carolina first. I, I'm surprised how easy this team tilts. We've seen this a couple of times this year, and you would think with some of the veterans – You're surprised team, by that? Yeah, I mean, I'm not that surprised by it. I mean, I'm, not that surprised I'm, I'm, by that I'm, I'm a little surprised. I mean, I will say we'll take a look that map four in this series. There was kind of a weird spawn, and they kind of lost full after that. But they should have closed that game three. I thought New York was definitely trying not to win some of those rounds in the high rise control, and they could have closed this one out three zero. And they let New York take all the momentum, and we knew the minute that fifth map loaded, like the shit was over because Carolina was compromised. And then I don't know, Pat. Pat what, I think we should talk more about New York. Well, what's uh, one team at a time, man? We're going to go down okay. the list. All right. Oh, my bad. My bad. I'm Chris, Chris, what were your thoughts uh, on the Carolina Royal Ravens? I mean, Sam said they're both bad. I mean, we'll, we'll start with Carolina. What do you think is wrong with Carolina right now? What do you think is the main problem? Uh, uh, the main problem, they just can't win search. They obviously had a pretty good invasion, but like that Karachi. They can't win non-invasion search. Yeah, yeah, they can't win non-invasion search. That's a good, one, good way to put it. And on top of that, their talent in terms of like in their respawn just doesn't like carry them hard enough, at least online, to like convincingly win some of these matches. I know New York is still heralded as a top four team, but like when they went down 2 0, I was actually about to tweet. I held it though because I was like, oh, maybe they reverse sweep. I was gonna I was gonna tweet that meme where it's like I think it's time to start a dialogue. <laughs> Wait, it was time to start a dialogue weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you we'll, get the point. Yeah. I was we'll like, get to I was New like, ah, We gotta talk about New York, bro. Maybe we definitely gotta talk about because. I mean, dude, I'm just, I'm not impressed, man. Like, uh, the main person I just kind of want to call out here, and I'm not saying, listen, people are going to take, might take this the wrong way, but I just don't think Hydra's as good as he is, um, as, as as he was at Modern Warfare 2. Granted, this is not, not a subs game. I just don't think he has that high of an impact um, as he did in that game. Right there were now. two I mean, moments during the series where yeah. Hydra was intentionally trying to lose his team the game and succeeded in map one. <laughs> like, they're, I mean, Paco is just not MVP level right now. New York trolled every veto possible during this series, this uh, leaving invasion S and D. By the way, Sam, leaving invasion exactly S and D in this series is inexcusable. Bro, I don't, I don't well, know I if it's feel like, like a every comfortability sub thing. On the quote unquote top bro. four teams is having an issue like this where they're just like, they're just scamming. Like I actually they, want to rip they, my they fucking all, hair yeah, out. Yeah, so right out. here, pa Sam was throw. very, very <laughs> mad that Paco wasn't getting on hill here and was kind of like pushing out and like finessing here. Where you is know, he a lot, going? A lot of time went by. I don't know. They had the whole team dead, too. They were all spawning back servers. So I was thinking just hop hill. Teammates look over him. You know, 30 seconds left. Like, soak this time. Like, this is really good time. They win because they have, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then, and then as this game goes on, they end up losing this game by five points. Um, and I, I definitely think right there definitely uh, could have costed them. I'll, I'll rewind it yet again. But you can just see all the kills come in. Uh, this is the trade here from Paco. The rest of these guys are coming off spawn. Um, and maybe he just tried to make a play. Maybe because his teammates weren't there yet, he was just trying to play kills. But 
I don't know. I feel like sometimes you can get down on point and just like finesse behind a box or something and just like stay down and work a nice head glitch. Like these boxes here, it's hard to kill somebody off these boxes. You could finesse the fuck out of those boxes. Especially because they have Spe P2 spawns. Like if you just play yeah. the standard and don't get flipped, like you should win this game. And it's a close game. I mean, middle. it's 228 to 226. Like any second matters here. Even if it's five seconds, 10 seconds, good time. Like, you need as much time as you can here. So just even soaking just a little time like that probably going to help them. But yes. I have a question. Go ahead, Pat. Yeah. Who decided to change the font? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know lot, what's going on over here. here. Yeah, it, it looks really weird. They changed the font, it up. The, the font is fucked up in almost a lot of the ob objective elements. When you probably the full action report afterwards, or you're looking at small, like, in the action, it's just not displaying correctly. There's been a bug for a couple patches now, and I don't quite understand why during this break, because it was happening on the old patch when they were playing. Happening on the new patch when playing the old patch in Major 1. I don't know how in the last five or six weeks they haven't fixed this bug. Are we it's sure been, the font guy was not? Of January. Are we sure the font guy was not a part of the '68 layoffs? Mm. Who the fuck knows? He could know have been. Guy. The font guy but, could be gone. Uh, Slay. They need they need to fix Callcaster because you can't accurately see hill time. There's we need that guy back, Tom. Like stats. Like it's it's, it's it, I'm surprised it hasn't been fixed yet because it's buggy. But then getting back on topic, man. Like if Paco had played you know P1 correctly, they win map one. The series is a little bit different. Instead. You know, Carolina was down pretty big in the beginning of the map 100, and they kind of battled back the tail end of the first rotation and the second rotation to make it a game, and New York could have closed it out. And then we went into map two, and I think to Sam's point earlier, like, I was very surprised that Invasion SD got in here, and Carolina looked much improved on that map. Yeah, Pat, I mean, let's go to you. New York, they've been looking really shaky, and I think we definitely got to start talking about them because they go into the major, they get top 12, they come back online, and, you know, they get the win today, but there's no way they're happy with that win. I mean, it's a nail-biter win again. They got to go all the way down to a last map. I mean, what do you think is going on with New York? Do you think P-Dog was the glue to this team, Slay? I don't. Uh, I don't. I, I think to Sam's point, I agree. Um, Hydra literally was was him last year mm -hmm. and, and willed this team to win um, on sole performances alone sometimes. And not only that. This this whole squad has been so inconsistent in the kills column. And even when they slay, I feel like because they're so inconsistent, their style of play is off. That's why we see, like, they, look, they blew these guys out of the water in kills, but they still didn't win convincingly. They do play very individually, and it's pretty it's it's an inconsistent way of playing. They, even in S and D, they're they're always running by themselves. Trying to make Dib a play. also is strange to me. That guy can literally like the best player in the game sometimes on his POV, and then sometimes just like, why is he getting world starred? I, I don't know. I think this whole squad just needs to go to the drawing board and be like, yo, we gotta be a team. We gotta figure this shit out because yeah. this so team not, should be way. That's, that's, that's what, what, what Kisman like. said in the interview. He said that exact thing. Yeah. Go ahead, Sam. So I, I've I've heard. Hold on, hold on. Well, Sam, what were you gonna say? Go, go ahead, Sam. I, I mean, I was just gonna say that Major One should have been that. Let's go back to the drawing board. They got fucking last, bro. Like, I don't want to be yeah. overly negative I, I, about that's it. That's what like, I'm saying. I'm assuming they haven't gone back. Bro, we got to have a serious talk about how bad this team is. Like, if we if we go on the show, we give a lot of flack to a lot of teams. I, like, New York is not a good Call of Duty team, bro. Like, these guys have been mediocre yeah. at best. They don't look yeah. good at all, bro. They, Their team I mean, they're at, like, they're not, I don't even think they're a top four team, like, definitively right now. Like, these guys are not playing good COD. Who would you say is better than them, though? On the day, literally, you can make an argument yeah. on the day for fucking anybody. That's my point. Like, yeah, they're so. I, I would pick talent though. It's insane. For sure. Yeah, yeah they, well, they, everyone's they, gonna they pick talent, but like this, like, bro, this game is even like that much like talent oriented, bro. Like, no, but just, I'm saying if there's a toss up, I'm gonna pick the most. No, you're talented gonna pick team. talent, yeah, sure, sure, but 
Palin also just got dead fucking Yo, last Chris, and should have lost to the Carolina Royals so again. Yeah, but they I got for gays at the Have event. you guys heard the same stuff I had heard about this team and sort of like they're a little bit lost in what they want to do in a map? As I'm going to let you take the reins like, on that one, Benjamin, because yeah, I have so not heard that. I don't know if you guys heard the same thing I have, and I've heard this for multiple people. So who, who, who are your sources? I'm not going to divulge my sources, but I've heard that there's a some levels of disagreement on how this team wants to play respawn. I've uh, also heard the, new, the same thing. New addition, Dante, and sort of the rest of the squad, and they're not on the same page on how they want to play situationals. And I think that leads to like what kids alluded to. They're just not playing together. He's not aligned on trying to do the same thing. I don't agree with Pat's assessment last year that Paco hard carried them to some fucking three wins last year. Not I hard carry, like, but he literally was the clear was MVP was of the he was game. Insane, like he was the best like, player in the won world. He a lot of maps by him. So he had to bro, but he was literally on, so. running around doing whatever he bro, wanted. He was, just, he was just an insane bailout, bro. Like he just relieved so much pressure on the map. He literally pieced. He, yeah. he created openings. He was good. Like when you have the quote unquote best player in the world on your team at a point in time, like he just makes the game so much easier. Like it's just hard to lose. He yeah. played well, I agree, and was a reason why he was the MVP, but we're, like, underselling the impact that Preston and Kiz had playing behind that, especially to me, Kisman, and the performances he had, some of the events, he was fucking final. Like, I, I don't think Paco hard-carried them. I do think that Kiz is struggling at times this year, and I think he's still trying to find the way that he wants to play around the team. Um, But I agree with Sam. I think this team, you know, is a big stage for them to figure out respawn because in search they look good. I know they had a tough map too, but they looked pretty fun on the last map, and I liked the way they played um, Karachi. I just feel like, in general, the respawn's been on and off, and you saw what happened when they pulled up to Major 1. Yeah. The S&D wasn't working, and they were getting slammed into respawns, and that's how they got dead last. But I want to remind this back. So, Chris, what I was talking to you about before, because you, you said this, and I agree with you. Yeah. The game is played a lot differently than MW2. It's a completely different game. And I agree. Like, talent's obviously important. I, I'm with Pat. I feel like you always want to get talent on a roster. Like, you always want to get the talent, The most yeah. talent you can get on a roster, that's what you do. Like that, And then you try and make it work. But you really do got to make sure you're playing this game the right way, bro. It doesn't matter how talented you are. If you're not playing the game the right way, you're going to get shit on. You're going to get pooped on. Somebody bro, there's just up, so many head glitches on yeah, this game. Yeah, head glitches, these like, setups, like spawns, you are, like you can get blended, mowed down. Uh, you can get blended fast on every down. map, on every map. So it's like if your teamwork is off and you're not staying ahead of the game, and I even watched, I was watching the Perception, the Atlanta Phase Perception. They've been, uh, it's kind of like a little documentary series they've been doing, uh, following them around at events and talking about the matches. And even the players, it was Coach RJ who, who said it. Uh, and I think Crowder said it, it could, behind the scenes it, at the event, but... They weren't getting to their spots quick enough, and they it was clearly hurting them at the event. Like, Toronto was just, their decision-making was a lot more decisive, and they were constantly beating them to spots, beating them on rotation, even in S&D, beating them to, I don't know, mid-map control, depending on a map, but beating them to those, you know, access points on a map, those high points on a map where they're just getting complete control. You know, they have to focus on that, because that's what New York has. They have that talent. And they're able to play like that. But right now, they're just all over the map. And they don't seem like they have a game plan. Which is weird because you think if you're in New York, just watch Toronto. And just mimic Toronto. Just copy what Toronto is doing. I mean, let's be honest. This is what Sam, Pat, Chris, I mean, Ben, you, we've been here before. Do teams not copy the best teams? I mean, if you're not watching the best team in a game. They, they do. They do. But the problem is with this game is like um, uh, Scrap touched on it earlier. A lot of these maps, they don't have flow. So even when you study a team and you like look at like what they're doing, it's very hard to mimic because like it's mm. all like timing based. Like, you can see, but there, I, there's I, certain I maps the other that maps don't do. have. A, the, yeah, but like there's a lot of hills and stuff that I'm saying like don't have a lot of flow. The point is, is like. A lot of it's like they know what to do. It's just that their timings of like when they're doing it is just so off because 
it's just hard to it's hard to mimic. It's 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 not that easy. Like yeah. you can you can see Toronto hit these places on the map, but like it's more so about when they're doing it, why they're doing it, like the the amount of kills they have, like the the hill. Like there's just a lot that goes into it. That copying it isn't so black and white like it was in other games that are a lot a little bit more like structured. Like this yeah. game. There's the set setups are structured, but in terms of like breaking, there's so many like niche little timings that you have to like really acknowledge. And that's why like Toronto's so good. They're just they're 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 like IQ as a team right now is just so far ahead of everybody's in respawn. They are like are always making the right plays and like staying ahead. Yeah. And then you see the pinned uh text in the chat from Kismet. Uh Kismet in the chat said, We have disagreements on how we want to play. We just said our teamwork is off sometimes with chows slash trades. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's pretty, isn't that pretty much what we're saying? That it's kind of off? I mean, when it comes down to teammates disagreeing on how to play the game, uh, I just feel like people have to step in, and somebody just needs to, like... That's when the coaches have to say something. Yeah, like, like the, ball, the, yeah. the coaches have to step in, and even the players themselves, like, they, they all have to talk and be like, listen, this is what we want to do, and, like, this is how we're going to get in the same page. Because if you kick in the same page in practice, then it's chalked. It's, it's over with. Tom, apparently you're an L reader. Why? They all say L reader. Why do they all spam an L reader? Why, what did I, I say? I didn't read what he said right. I, I believe he was he questioning said. what Ben said. Oh, he was questioning. Well, he put in the chat five minutes ago. I didn't know what the fuck he was referring to. I thought he was just saying. I think it. he just was like, calling bullshit on Ben and oh, he was said calling that bullshit. the only issue was our trades. I mean, Tom, you've he heard the same thing. I read I've it properly. Fuck it, I mean, assholes. To, to, what, to what I said, Tom, <laughs> you've heard the same thing I've heard, correct? Well, why don't, you guys, why don't you guys yeah. stop saying, like, you know, I mean, you've heard I mean, this I mean, and listen. reveal the people you've heard it from. And don't, and because you... No, nah, that would they won't just be as fuck. Why would we reveal sources? Like that, 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 then our sources would never show. give us any sources yeah, like, ever why? again. But, but we need to verify these sources is what I'm saying. I, I feel I feel pretty confident about this one. I, well, I, so I yeah. mean, listen, I'm not as confident as Ben on this one. My, I, okay. I, I definitely have heard it from like one or two people, and it wasn't even like that serious. Like when they were players, talking about it, players, like, Tom. Yes, players, and, and it wasn't even like it, it wasn't even like a thing where they're like, "Oh, they're fucked." They're just saying like, "Oh, they're just going through it right now. They're, they're figuring this shit out." Like you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like super dragged. Um, but I will say with with the New York Subliners, I mean, bro, they can obviously regroup and get this shit back together, but they have to get on the same page, bro. And if they can't, if they can't. Figure out how to do that. Unless Bulldog's calling Cap in a chat. I don't know. Ben, you, you're, I'll let you take this one. If you if you feel like this is 100% a problem within New York and that's what they've been talking about, I don't know. I'm not in their camp. I, I don't I practice stand, with I the stand by, I stand by what I said. I think the team's got a good idea how they want to play in SND. I think respawn, you see it, bro. They get stuck within two minds of playing around the objective or spawn killing. They're not all on the same page. And we saw that it cost them in the first map. And I feel like they almost pulled the control. And you see when they get in flow state, they're a dangerous team, bro. The way that they play at the end of that invasion. Mm. The listen on the invasion was one of the best that I've bro, heard this they year. They were just that is that is the level we know New York can play with the squad. Like they can be up there with the best, but they just have not consistently played that level and they've had to win like four game fives this year. I, I just think they're not they still got some work to do to catch up the phase in Toronto for sure. Yeah, they I mean catch up to the other teams, they're not even there. <laughs> They're not, they're not even, their side shouldn't be set on phase in Toronto yet. Yeah. I mean, they, were they, looking, be, they need to be winning consistent were, respawns against mid pack teams, and they're not doing that. I mean, they were mm. looking good, and they pulled to the major and lost to Minnesota and Carolina, which is interesting because online, the only team that lost to was Toronto. And they got I mean, to them, be but, fair, to be fair, they're still one of four teams that have a positive win loss record in the league, right? Correct. A lot of people are the other way. Yeah, no, not a lot of people. Everyone else. It's, yeah. it's, it's Toronto, Atlanta, Phase, or 
Atlanta, Atlanta Schmitz, Optic, and New York are positive. Said, Everyone else is negative. He said, I mean, obviously, we're not where we want to be. Uh, I got to scroll up. The chat's moving quick. What did he say? I mean, I he said, mean, I mean I'll, obviously, I'll... we're not where we want to be. Just the idea of multiple sources, in quotes, we have no idea of our game plan is faded. We play 12 hours a day. That's what Which he said. Which fine, but I mean, I'll stand by what I said. So I don't know what you want me to say about that. I'm not going to say who told me information. That's not how this works. I feel pretty confident in the information that was told to me. Obviously, you all control your own destiny, so I can't say I mean, you know what's crazy? Like, yeah. New York is 7-3. and three. Optic's 7-5, and five, bro. What happened, Matt? <clears throat> like, if we ignore the CDL points and only go off match win and match loss, uh -huh. like, New York is in third. Like, they're 7-3. and three. Optic is 7-5. and five. Mm hmm so, I, I mean, mean, like, here's all I'll say, bro. You look at all the rest of the teams, and like, I don't see an obvious other like is going to lock down top four Canada other than New York. Seattle just dropped their best player. Miami, we saw they get slammed by Toronto, LAG, Vegas, Carolina, Boston, Thieves. Oh, yeah, Minnesota, they're all we, we really like that's what I'm saying. Is New York team can step into that void? Are they going to be able to consistently beat FaZe or Toronto to split? I don't know. And we, we've seen that that gameplay can get to a level, it just got to get to it, you know, during the split and then carry it to land so that we actually have some competition and not just watching. Optic Toronto and phase duke it out on every Sunday. They just need consistency, bro. Period. Like, like I said, that the listening and the invasion chat, I implore you to actually go listen to it. Like the way that they played that game for invasion was legitimately like some of the most impressive hardpoint that I've watched this year. And like if that can be a consistent thing for this team, then yeah, we're gonna sit here and we're gonna gas him. But like until they're doing that on a regular basis, at least or semi-regular basis, at least, like they're just not gonna compete against phase in, in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, one spawn coming in from the series. I didn't quite understand it. Maybe you guys can can take a look at this, Sam. I know we were watching it during the watch party. We wanted to watch yeah, this I one back. Yeah, let me look at this shit again. Um, so first, yeah, I'll rewind it back a little bit more. Okay, <clears throat> so you'll see the New York. Everybody dies from New York. Okay, it's a four dead. They're all getting funneled ice cream. Okay, three guys spawn up palace for New York, but one guy spawns right on the pinch, right behind him. Spawns right behind it has to just be where Tej is. <clears throat> you think Tej did, but Tej was because the palace uh, spawns a default, and like, the, like where Kiz spawns is a super emergency spawn in this it's situation. It's just weird, Sim, because they the spawn there, there while Tej is not already, be able to block that. Like Tej is already there. Oh, no, like, I, I'm not disagreeing with that. Like but that has to be the reason. Go ahead, Tom. Go ahead. I, I was gonna say, like right here, like look, like Tej doesn't move from this spot, and and they still spawn here. Like New York players still, like he spawns here, boom. And then the next one, like he doesn't move, he stays no. in the same spot, and then the next guy spawns there. It's just weird, bro. That is just a random spawn. The game's broken. This chain of events yeah. actually leads into the P3. It's too, probably because it's, it's just a combination of seven and six, I think. Is what yeah, it like is. six took a couple steps forward. T just pushed up. That spawn opened. We got Austin in the chat. Might be dropping some knowledge here, so I'm standing by for that. <clears throat> but I mean, to your point, this swing the game, bro. I mean, Carolina tilted after <laughs> this. The P3s are. Can be sexy though. Well, the game is shit. Game shit. Well, Austin anyway, said, it, Slasher said, do you want to know Austin. the reason the game is shit? That's what he said. Fair, fair enough. But the, uh, but high level made, analysis made, right there. Swung the game because Carolina analysis. was set up to rotate to the P3 here and get 60 seconds. And instead, they didn't. And it got blended on P4, blended on Dude. P5. Like, Clay made an unreal play right here, hills. too. Like, prior to yeah. this whole situation, Clay made one of the, like, an insane play to guarantee spawns, like, stay alive, got a two piece, and then Kids just ruins it all with the spawn. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was fucking insane. Clay was it was literally in a gruler. He was in war fighting for those spawns, bro. Yeah. Um, and he actually was making good plays. He did he did play his life really well, making sure you don't flip. Because if you if you flip on this hill and you get chained onto the P three, yeah, you get you get blundered quick. Um, this map is dog shit. I hate this fucking map. I hope it gets. This has got to be the next one to go for Vista eventually. Yeah. It just it just has to be in my opinion. We've been playing Vista and it's been playing out pretty well, but. 
All right, guys, any uh, final thoughts on Carolina or New York? I think both teams have uh, have been struggling, and uh, we'll just be paying uh, a closer look to them moving forward and just seeing what's going on. I definitely don't think roster mania is that far away for some of these teams because, again, uh, if, if it's not working, might need to, they might need to make more changes. What, Ben? Carolina has a fairly straightforward schedule to split, so... I'm a little concerned about the slaying on this team and like the momentum stuff. Would y'all? Where is their slaying? Fellow, fellow online is just getting cooked like hard. Like, everyone is he, else is he like, the only the one. He's not. I always say that everyone They're else is also struggling sometimes, but Tyler, Tyler's been getting cooked online. I mean, bro. I mean, they they just they just got, they got to find it, bro. They they avoid phase this split. They avoid Toronto this split. They just have New York and Optic, Boston, Seattle, AG, Miami, Vegas, or like they can find three or four wins there if they lock in. I feel like I feel like LAG and Boston could both beat this squad. Yeah, they could also lose though. You know, yeah, I, I it's not like, like a I straightforward like, series. That's like, oh, who do I yeah. pick on the day kind of thing? They, they have a chance. I just think I think there's some obvious issues with Carolina team and being able to control the flow of things and shooting back and not getting frustrated. And if they can't overcome that, I don't know what to say, bro. I guess gonna make more changes after this major. Yeah, I mean, do you guys have any final thoughts on either two of those teams? I got nothing. All right. Enough. What are matches tomorrow? Let's see. We should probably take a look at matches tomorrow, <laughs> real quick. And see I mean, you are there. First off, only three No, nah, we, we can predict them now just because we got other stuff to talk about. And we can do it at the end. I just think since we're already talking about matches, we usually yeah, we do predictions well, after this, we talk about matches. This whole lawsuit situation might run yeah. on a little bit. Yeah, we can do it. Um, it's a Boston, Carolina, Phase, Miami, New York, Seattle. All right. Boston versus Carolina. Sam, why don't you start us off? Who do you got in that series? Uh, I'm going to take Boston. New look Asim right there. Oh, a little, little, little honeymoon period. Yeah, a little honeymoon period. How have they been looking in scrims? Do we know? Zero insider info on that one. Uh, that would be your guy. I mean, I've talked to Asim. I mean, he says they're doing good in scrims, but I'll be honest. Everybody I talk to does. Everyone's doing good in scrims. scrims. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really think that. I just uh, like their team comp a lot. Like, it's not even just because of Asim. It's just like the pieces kind of make sense if they can actually... Get the people that need to step up to step up. Like I think that team's actually gonna be pretty good. Uh yeah. I mean, Chris, who do you got? You got Boston? I I got Boston. Pat? Uh yeah, I, I got Boston. I mean shit. The last time I saw them, Austin had a one point five and they lost. So <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, That's that was on land. Never going. True, true. Uh flashbang coming through. Uh did everybody vote? I'm gonna go with ben, Boston as well. Ben, did you go? Uh, I got Boston. I got Game 5 Boston. I got a banger. Yeah, I got a banger as well. Game 5 Boston. Go with Boston on that one. Um, and then we got Atlanta phase going up against Door Miami. Oh I think it's going to be a good as well. I think Miami's just going through the blender right now, and they're just in a pickle. I think they're in a series pickle. They got to figure it out. And I think after pickle the slam no today. Respect to Vickle. Yeah, uh, good one, Ben. Just phenomenal. It, ben. It's a good one. It's a good God one. fucking damn it all, man. Um, but I'm going to go with Atlanta phase 3-0. Ben, who do you got? Atlanta phase 3-0. Sam? DoorDash. Line of face. Um, I don't know. Chris? Line of face. Patrick Price, hey. a.k.a. The Slay. Hey. All right, and we got the New York Subliners going up against Seattle Surge. Obviously, New York, they struggled a bit today, but they did get the W. And we see a new look to the Seattle Surge tomorrow. I'm going to personally go with New York in this one. I think it's going to be New York. I'm going to go 3-2 New York. Ben, who do you got? Actually, 3-1 New York. Ben, who do you got? I've heard Seattle's and scrimmed a bunch because all the shit going on there. So I think they'll be under practice going to this one. I got New York. I got her taking it 3 0. Okay. Who do you got, Sam? Uh, New York. Seattle dropped their best player and they haven't been scrimming. So 
Yeah, Seattle did drop their best player, so that's going to be real tough. Um, Chris, who do you got? I got New York, but I really hope Seattle proves me wrong here because I think New York needs fucked in a work. So I need them to start losing games to kind of justify our little thought process here. And then Seattle know. will just be a, it would be a happy like surprise, I guess, to see uh, like breezy, like, you know, make is Brezzy, 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 Brezzy. Brezzy. to Brezzy, make like uh, to make an impact here for this team and maybe prove some people wrong. So mm-hmm. Brezzy and the breeze. Pat, New York, New York. OK, seems like we were all so we all had the same picks today. Nobody had I yeah. think yet yeah, tomorrow might be pretty straightforward. At least that's how we think it's going to go. Which means um, all of us are wrong. Which means all we of us might be wrong. Together. If we are all wrong, that would be insane. That'd be crazy. But uh, I think we should move on unless anybody has anything else uh, about matches tomorrow or on the matches today. Anything? Nope. Uh, no, let's move on and talk about what the fuck happened last night. Okay, so yeah, last night, obviously, a lot of stuff hit the fan. And uh, just a whole... Just, let's just switch on over and show you guys what's going on. Uh, Charlie Intel, they tweeted out... The lawsuit filed by CDL team owners against Activision alleges that Activision bought MLG in 2016 to fully monopolize its esports business and is claiming Activision failed to get FTC permission to acquire MLG. Let's let's back up. I'm going to I was going to say more. The rumor on the block right now is that it's Scump and it's Hector. Nobody else. Right. Unless I'm wrong on that. I'm pretty sure it's nobody else. It's not it's not not a rumor. But you want me to kind of. Turn event. So what it sounds like is <laughs> Ben is, legacy episode. Okay, go ahead. Ben. Legacy episode. Oh, so team events, Scump and Hector. And it was, it was, this was covered by the Activision statement. We'll get to that probably in a bit. Basically Scump and Hector sent a letter to Activision at some point recently and said, Hey, you know, we have these issues. We feel like you guys are monopolizing COD. We're seeking, you know, a settlement here. And Activision basically told them to take a hike. So Hector and Scump, as the, the parties here, said, okay, we're going to file a lawsuit, which they did in California uh, against Activision. The uh, other 11 CDL teams are named as co-conspirators, but not in the sense of like they're seeking damages from the co-conspirators. And basically they're alleging that Activision um, since 2016 has been working to monopolize competitive Call of Duty and has an illegal monopoly. Because you can have a legal monopoly, but they're saying an illegal monopoly over competitive Call of Duty. And they are seeking significant damages, upwards of six hundred eighty million. Although I believe in legation, I guess you can maybe get triple at that. I don't know. Yeah. You're never going to get that much. Six hundred eighty so million. There's a there's a lot of claims in here. There's a lot of claims about Hector and the ways that Hector's either gotten you know um, uh, damage from a financial aspect or otherwise, as well as uh, from Seth via miss sponsorships and partnerships, via the rules in the CDL. There's an incident described in which um, he's coerced to sign rules. Otherwise, you won't be able to play. So a lot of allegations and a lot of small lawyers I talked to have said that this is um, potentially an interesting case or there's a potential vehicle in which those two guys will likely get a settlement from Activision. Mm -hmm. Or the case will get dismissed. I I think that's where it's going. I think it's going towards the settlement. Uh, I think that's where a lot of people are thinking it's going. But do they have a real case here? Does, do you think? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I, like we do predictions for matches, let's do predictions for the outcome of this. I think it's going to be a <laughs> settlement, 100%. I got settlement okay. 3-0, DoorDash challenge. <laughs> ben? I talked to some lawyers on background because I, I, I'm not a, any, just to be clear, none of us are lawyers. None of us are antitrust lawyers. None of us are Speak for yourself. Lawyers. I'm a, so I'm a Reddit lawyer. People, I there's some people on background. And by the way that they explained to me this case, there is actually a decent chance this case gets dismissed because the 
crux of their case is that the monopolized market is competitive Call of Duty. And Activision, and potentially the judge, might be open to this, that there is no market in that sense. The market is bigger. And on top of that, Activision is not acting acting as an illegal monopoly. They're acting as a copyrights holder on Call of Duty because they own the intellectual property of Call of Duty that afford them. All right, but I was just looking exclusive. for one prediction here. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm actually saying that I think likely potentially some parts of this will be removed. I think they'll eventually settle. They may not settle on this lawsuit. They may settle out of court just to kind of tie a loose end on this. So, so your prediction? I think they're settled out of court. Okay. Okay. Uh, for That's me, a three one, but they win the S and D pet. Gotcha. For me, uh, dismissed. Gentlemen's three out. Di dismissed, not close. You think it's going to get dismissed, Pat? You think it's going to get dismissed? A DoorDash dismissed. Dismiss. Really? Yeah. Dismissal with prejudice, what they call that. Well, I mean, I, I will say Activision did make a statement. Uh, I'll find it now, and I'll, Dude, I'll pull it up. The last sentence of that statement Terrible. is so fucking funny. Terrible it's so statement. funny. I don't even know how they thought that was going to go by. I don't think... Bro, everybody called him out on that last sentence. As soon as they re so uh, read bad. it, everybody's like, what the fuck are these guys Just talking about? Just absolute legal bullshit. But, I, but it seems like... This initially started when Hector wanted to get into the league and he had the money up front apparently to get into the league, but the investors or the league was telling him that he needed investors or Activision Yeah, they wouldn't allow him as a sole owner to enter the league. But why? So, well, I don't understand that. If he has the money, if they have the money and not without the investors and they're showing you proof of the funds, what what's the point? Why do you need investors? I don't understand that. So, I mean, look at look at look at the candidates that got is that in. Bullshit? All multi-billionaire like investment groups or sole yeah. billionaires. So it's very important here. Mm -hmm. First off, the, there are facts presented by the plaintiffs, a.k.a. Scump and Hector in this case. This is their, how they see the events. Obviously, there'll be some conflation with how defendants see it. There's two phases of what did Hector have money. There's phase one, which is prior to 2019 when he was trying to get a spot before Monroe for 2019. That's not necessarily addressed in this lawsuit as to those conversations, just that they told him that he had to partner, and that's how he paired up with Hard Carry Gaming LLC, a basically, you know, Andy... Um, Andy over at NRG. What's addressed in the lawsuit in more detail is the next run ago when he had an agreement with Immortals to buy back the Optic branding and as well the spots, the CDL Activision executed their right on the team participation agreements of the team sign to be able to review that deal. And they basically told Hector, hey, first off, you got to prove that you have the income. You got to prove they have $3 million, which he did. Mm -hmm. And then in the lawsuit, it says, okay, well, they... Well, Hector, you need to go and be able to get a $10 million line of credit. So it sounds like he was in the process of doing that. Yeah. And they allege um, a conversation that happened, no date on it, that apparently Hector was told by an Activision employee, which is insane if this happened, by the way, that he was not the type of owner that they wanted, that they were looking for other types of owners, and that he would have to you know, partner up with uh, investors Saying that to Hector is insane. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So the, the, the That's insane. one of two ways. It can be taken as this is discriminatory, um, but it can also be taken as, you know, they wanted to have him partner with sort of the the, the sort of billionaire group that was getting involved with these leagues. So uh, I think that's an insane allegation. I think if this case goes to discovery and those conversations come out, those emails come out, I believe that could be pretty damaging to Activision if people have to testify uh, under a deposition and sort of confirm that that had to happen. Yeah, I mean, if there's emails and stuff like that, that's where it gets really, really interesting. Uh, yeah. And I don't know what they have. Um, I mean, let me ask you guys this. 
when it comes to the platform, do you think that had anything to do with it? Like the exclusive, because I, I was reading on well, that's some in of, there. Yeah, the exclusivity it, stuff. It's in there, right? Well, so, they wanted, they, yeah, they wanted. It was like Ben, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was like a quid pro quo for the the cloud services with Google, correct? Okay, so I don't. I'm gonna say personally, I don't agree. I don't think it's laid out as a quid pro quo. I'm gonna be honest. I don't really agree with how the lawsuit presents this one. So they say that. I think the issue is more that the teams and the players gave up the right to seek and get that revenue from a YouTube exclusive deal because that revenue wasn't accessible to them. The way the lawsuit presented is what we've said on the show for fucking millionaires is that any deal that Activision had with Google, the CDL becoming YouTube exclusive or to be able to become YouTube exclusive was a piece of a bigger deal that Activision was going to make in order to get wholesale pricing on Google cloud hosting service. That's not news. We've all known that for a while. Pat, I think you and I have talked about that 15 thousand fucking times on the show i'm not mistaken i mean pat what do you think about all this pat you've been pretty quiet i thought you were gonna what are your thoughts on all of this i mean i know you said you think it's gonna get dismissed I, but i mean i i, I you mean saw everything what was your immediate I, thoughts I, I i think to be honest i think this is a a maneuver by hex and seth which i i mean they're more than in their right to to go for it to get uh some money here i think you know they realize that I think we all realize. Let's let's leave it with that. That we all realize the CDL is 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 over, right? No matter if yeah. it's today, this is the beginning of the end. In a few months, yeah. it, in a year, it's always been this case. Like it was as soon as the Overwatch League struck that deal, it was it was done for for COD. Yeah. Um, and so Hex is now in a position where yes, the CDL is likely to dissolve, but he's out of ownership of this Optic brand. I mean, we saw it like. 92.5% is owned by Envy. Um, and over the last few years, like he's went through what three three different ownership groups that have owned this brand and he has had to buy it back. Sold and, the brand, bought it back and forth, yeah. and then sold it again so, to the ninety-two, whatever percent. So in my opinion, he's in a he's in a position where um, you know, he feels he has some leverage, and I, I think he does. Yeah, um leverage. to 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 put Activision in a position to potentially get a settlement. Um, and I think, you know, based on Activision's statement, I don't know how much is, is true, but I mean, like, I would assume that Hex and Seth's goal would have been, you know, to get that settlement initially and not file this claim uh, or this suit. And, you know, obviously their hand was forced. They had to after they, you know, went and tried to get a settlement beforehand. Um, but I just don't see a world where this ends with anything other than wasted time. Uh, the, the, the biggest benefit, I think will be if it gets to discovery and stuff just comes out, right, about some of the inner things that have happened over the last four years. Um, that, I think, would be the biggest win. And to me, it's more so of just, like, an embarrassment situation on on Activision, on the league, yeah. of everything that's went down. But I, I just don't see in any way possible that Hex and Seth come out with anything from this uh, lawsuit. The last sentence... Yeah. From Activision here, their statement. We are disappointed that these members of the esports community would bring this suit, which is disrupted to team owners, players, fans, and partners who have invested so much time and energy into the Call of Duty League's success. Yeah, Fucking crazy, insane. Crazy, to insane. insane but, but clearly, that clearly, is a like, crazy clearly, statement. Clearly, yeah, I mean, that's typical. That is crazy. Like, listen, Activision's got to decide how they're going to defend this lawsuit. Likely what they will do is they will try to get this case dismissed and you know to the things that i outlined amongst some other stuff as explained to me they may have a decent case of dismissal but to that's point if the, if the judge says no let's let's proceed 
this goes to discovery. There's an opportunity here, which with if the parties and the judge kind of do so that some of these, you know, agreements such as the player agreements, team team participation agreements, the additional rules document that y'all had to sign at the player summit, which I'm sure we'll get to in a second. I would Uh, love to speak on that. The league charter, some of these emails. I don't think there's anyone. I I don't think there's anyone in their right mind saying like what Activision has done over the last like four years. The CDL has been has been one good for the scene, right? That's that's obvious. Or just like ideal for anybody involved. I I think the problem lies with they weren't doing anything illegal, um, which is just the conversation that we need to have, right? Like was what happened like good for anybody involved? No, not at all. But I just don't think it crossed any illegal, uh, just shitty business practice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like I totally, I want to say something. I'm totally in favor of like Seth and, and Hex and whoever else is involved, kind of taking these guys to court and really trying to, to get something back out of, you know, basically being screwed because I feel like a lot of these teams, if not, well, all these teams were screwed in some sort of way, but the way they phrase that comment towards the end is so fucked because it's making it seem like Seth and Hex are the ones that are kind they're of literally like, gaslighting us. They're, yeah. yeah, there's <laughs> like Hex, sure. and, Hex and Seth. I mean, what do you what do you guys are... expect them to say though? Like, yeah, we're, we're losing full okay. about us. We're, lo- we're listen. We are in a litigation posture. Like, of Both course, they're going to say that bullshit. Incendiary, <laughs> crazy language because is what happens in this situation, right? Seth and, and Hector are suing the league. They're going to take a strong stand. They're going to fight these allegations and they're going to throw out bullshit like that. It's an insane statement, but I don't think that that's the most important thing to talk about here. Then the case is very interesting. I think if it does go to trial, you know, on the sports side, I don't know if, how much you guys know about like the antitrust um, cases that came in front of Major League Baseball in the early, like last century and the NFL ones, but there's a lot of solved case law on professional sports leagues in regards to antitrust and anti monopoly, not on the esports side. No one's ever approach a case like this with a publisher and one of these franchise leagues. And that actually does come up and is litigated in a trial. It's going to have huge implications for not just call of duty. We're talking LCS. We're talking VCT. There's definitely other like widespread too. esports precedent here. That would definitely yeah. be set. If, if all, this goes far, the, the thing I'm wondering is if the CEO dissolves, right? I, what, what I'm questioning is, yeah, I mean, like we've talked about what the model like would likely things, look yeah, at. A lot of things could happen, but but I'm more so questioning like the support that Activision would have on just Call of Duty esports yeah. as a whole after this. Yeah, that's what I was gonna less? say because I'm actually just curious. Yeah, like, it can. Can it get it, less? It, than no, it is? no, no. But yes, it can. Yeah. They could, like, for example, like Codcaster. Codcaster. What if they just stop implementing Codcaster into like the game? Uh, bro, they're not. They're not. Is that an Activision thing? That, that, that has Wait, nothing so to do with Activision. Nothing to do with Activision. Wait, but that's still Activision. Like that's still like uh, them I'm providing so, any I'm sort so of games. I'm so tired. Where we've talked about this fucking have... conversation okay, three right, or four then, times yeah, on the show, bro. They can they can literally do anything they want with their IP, bro. To a degree, bro, right? I'm gonna tell you. Listen, we have talked about this five, six times right. in the last year. I'm just saying it could get worse. It, listen, here is what's going to happen. Bro. I'm going to lay this down for you. Lay it on the like, table. It, Put your balls it, it on is, the table. It is yeah. so Whip it out, obvious man. Me, bro. Lay it down. Activision is going to move back in the same situation that was like in the mid-2010s, bro. They're going to write checks when needed to support the marketing endeavor called it esports, prize pool, fun champs, shit like that. But the only game in town right now in terms of event production and esports in the Western world is ESL Face Group, right? You have PGL, but... I don't know if y'all been watching the RMRs right now. PGL aren't the masterminds 
of production and tournament operations. It's going to go to ESL Face It, and they've got a lot of money. They are backed by the PIF. And you know what the Saudi Arabian government probably love to do? They love to pump money into this shit and have the fucking chance finals in Riyadh. So don't be surprised when that fucking happens. There's still going to be investments. But Ben, to your point though, like you yeah. mentioned, you mentioned the marketing stuff for the big events where they just signed a check, like talking about COD champs, like that COD champs could be, could be done, right? Like think about. That's all like, it was ever back in the day, right, Pat? I, I, I that's all know, they did. They yeah, did it that, for yeah, that, that, was, that was 2013 right. on, but I'm talking about even before 2013, there, there was Activision was like, the involvement was basically none. Like MLG put on the leagues and obviously like there was the you know those what six events I think we had back in the day, but like there was bro. no champs, there was no they big also, events. If they do they if they do this it. smart, bro, if they do this smart, the pivot is so obvious to y'all. If they do this smart, champs becomes not only the champs event for whatever professional call of duty is, it becomes a champs event for COD Mobile or Warzone. Imagine a multi-week-long festival in which all of these esports scenes culminate their season. You don't think that that is in the massive uh, uh, aspirational goal, both for a TO, say ESL phaser to do, as well as <clears throat> Activision. That's definitely where we're gonna. I mean, yeah, go, it would bro. be cool. It'd be awesome to see. I, but I like, just don't this, think dude, they could cut. They could cut the MP like esports side out altogether. They literally have Warzone and like the they're, Warzone. They're not. They're not going to, bro. I, I, I think. I'm just saying. They I, could. Listen, for people I've Things talked could to, get worse. They're not. They're not. They I don't could, think they're gonna do that. It could get worse, but it, I it, hope listen, not. Chat, it, it, it's it's not going. I, I think. Listen, things are going to pivot. Scene will be different. I don't know if all the partner, the teams we have now, will stick around. Same thing in Overwatch League. Uncertainty if all of the old franchises are going to come back to whatever you know the Overwatch Champions series that's going on right now. Yeah, I'm praying you're right. But there will still be there will still be investment into professional Call of Duty. But where's the money going to come from, Ben? That's the thing. That's that's well, the, the question Saudis here. Infant, well, so Activision will obviously. So Saudi is just putting up like blind prize pools to run the league. I, I think you're just sitting in a situation where you're hoping for like a Saudi Bro. bailout. Bro, yeah. Like I'm what saying, it's going if, on. What do you think is going on in fucking? I'm, I'm right not now? saying that ESL can't run a you what know as a golf? tournament organizer, but I, you're uh, if you're expecting like prize pools to just be insane because they're not going to balloon it, in that way. But they'll they'll hold. The I, level I think and, they, I don't think they hold the level. It. I think they go down. I, I think I they absolutely I go down. Really, I really I think salaries what, go down regardless. Bro, you're, you're a doom on this. From what I I'm not heard, that that is not doom and gloom. That is literally reality. Listen, from what I have heard about what aspirationally Savvy Gaming wants to do with not just Call of Duty, I'm talking anal esports scenes they get their hands on. They're looking to stake themselves as being a foothold in those scenes, right? To come in with investment, because I don't know if y'all know how big the PIF is. There are so many fucking zeros in that fund. I don't even know how to count the amount of zeros in that fund. Uh, yeah, they'd be $10 million, $15 million is less than a cup of coffee in that fund. That might be a fucking penny in that fund. Yeah. For them to throw that much money is, is an afterthought to a fucking rounding error. I don't think that prize pools and salaries are going to 3x, 4x, and guys are going to be getting $5 million now. We're going to hold this level with a little bit of growth, potentially. Uh, I, just I think, I that think ESL, you're hard coping. ESL face it savvy. Growth? Will... Do you know? Are we you're right at the entire state of, of all esports and gaming in general? Growth? I, I don't I don't think maybe you guys, in a couple of years when I, we fucking build I don't this think shit you guys back up, understand I don't think you understand <laughs> or know growth. about Mother. Saudi's 2030 2040 plans no like they they want to come in and own these industries they okay you're talking about down the someday. line bro like like that's a couple of years down the line this guy said growth when everyone's like there's so many people losing their jobs bro, like, what? I, I, re I really recommend chat if you guys don't you're, you're on you're on some esports hard copium bro, right you now you guys you guys need to research the Saudi Arabian investment these guys 
have made it very clear what their position is in the global market. So you think you really think the Saudis years. are going to save us, Ben? You think they're just going to come in like Superman? I don't think it's not. I don't think they're going to save, bro. But they're going to come in and they're going to counter an arrangement with Call of Duty and Activision, where they're going to be responsible for. I mean, some Ben, of the I, I, this. I know where you're going with this whole Saudi so, thing, and it's like I can see Saudi doing one-off things and like doing things in, in Saudi. I don't know if they're just going to dive in and just completely bro, change bro, everything. Bro, let's I'm, let's hypo you, Ben. Let's hypothetically you, say Pat, that Hex and Seth Pat, win this second. settlement. Pat, right, but but it's Pat, it, they can't be involved in All Call right. of Duty esports Long after the settlement. Up, Why would anyone be involved with with Call of Duty esports at that point? <laughs> like just hypothetically, let's say the settlement involved like a period where Seth and, and Hector couldn't couldn't be involved. Why, how would going that, forward? How would that be a remedy to? Any, how would that happen? I'm just saying, if that what was the terms vehicle? of Activision, like where it was like, hey, like the settlement, these are the terms. You can't be involved in Call of Duty esports for X years going I, I forward. Don't see Activision I'm just saying, that, hypothetically, why would why Call of Duty esports dies then and there? The the uh, moment Activision the moment the optic has to do that, bro. Well, I'm giving you a hypothetical, you just like your insane hypothetical of the Saudi government my, just my, sponsoring my Call of Duty for the rest of time. Of <laughs> bro, you, your, you, your hypothetical is the Saudi government sponsoring Call of Duty bro, for the rest of time. If you've been paying attention specifically, to the last year, this is, not, this is not just coming out of nowhere, bro. This, this shit has been uh, fucking telegraphed for nine, 12 months, bro. Smart people in the industry have been talking about, oh, this is what's been happening for a Hard fucking copium. year. Wake the fuck up. Hard copium. I don't see Activision in a major way like that retaliating against Optic. This case is a case of Hector and Seth and maybe other parties potentially down the line trying to get additional settlement money once this shit is unwound, right? Yo, Pat. They're trying to get an extra it's hard 20, copium, 50 bro. million. Pat, you got to get ahead, the Saudis Chris. to hit up your X-Defy and uh, eSports League. Not going to push hard out, bro. copium, bro. They're not going to push out Optic fans. They're not going to push out Optic. Look, at the end of the day, I know Optic's relationship with Activision is interesting. I don't want to speak for that. I'm sure the terms that now is going to be completely different after this lawsuit too. But they're not just going to tell those fans to go take a hike. They're not going to tell Hector and Seth. Yo, guys, it's time to wake months. up. The Saudi government is saving the world. <laughs> I'm not saying like, they're saving anything. I'm, like, I don't know. Ben, I do think, Ben, I will say, though, I feel like with Activision, I don't know. They could just say fuck off and just fucking kick people they're not to the gonna, curb this, and this I mean, they could. Stupid. But, but Ben, you got to think. Why would they do that? Because they already make, they don't give a fuck. They already make enough money. It just doesn't, they don't even care. They never cared. They have never cared about about this industry. They have never cared about it, ever. Bro, they've cared enough to try and fucking franchise it yeah because they want more but bro they've tried it's all the money wait 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 you think you think for the the league franchising this was was because they cared about the esports that's what i'm saying it has nothing they don't care about this wait ben are you telling me that you think activision franchised cod because they cared about the esports yeah you can money for them they franchised all these investors yeah you guys are just they absolutely robbed them 12 what they didn't they couldn't they, bro, ben, bro, ben, the deck, I think there's people the within together the was company. The biggest finesse ever. Ben, there's definitely people within Activision who care about the esports. There's a lot of great people in it within yeah, Activision they, they who saw, care. They saw, and, and they they saw a business opportunity and. We can agree or disagree yeah, with their... Yeah, to line their, their fucking pockets. Yeah, yo, yo business, business on, opportunity on, on, on. is hilarious. Bro, when we're talking just, about finessing a bunch of billionaires. That's so comedy to me. This all just came full circle. They literally did They literally did franchising to rob all these investors, and now they're getting sued because they fucking... Wait, they thought Hector wasn't rich enough and made him go get more money. <laughs> need to consider this fact 
I, I listen. I've seen the original pitch deck. I don't. I don't agree with a lot of the information that's presented in the original CDL pitch deck. I, I thought Hector didn't have enough money, so they made him right. go get more. Go so ahead, let Ben talk. Let him talk. I don't. Go I don't. Ahead, I don't think. Listen. I, I think what happened. Let's let's talk about esports franchise. Insane <laughs> business plan. All right. Am I gonna fucking talk? Or are you just gonna? You're Bro, listen. I think this is a case of people being fucking dumb. Bro, at the end of the day, Pete. These pitch decks were put together and giving people the information that they wanted to fucking hear. They wanted to hear the esports was blowing up. That was an investment opportunity. And it was a way for upper executives at Activision and Bobby Kotick to bring their friends in and theoretically make a lot of money. The problem is they didn't consider the scene that they were getting into. They didn't realize that trying to pivot the esport to be something it wasn't. We talked about this with Adam. Try and pivot to what was fucking working at the time. We're going to result in nobody making fucking money. And that's the bed that they are fucking living right now. And they've got to clean it up. This this is also what happened. <laughs> they <laughs> they saw they hit a $30 million lick on all those teams that bought Overwatch yeah. spots and went, holy shit, we could do this again. People who had first money. rights, people who had first rights to the CDL were over, Overwatch League spot owners. At first yes, right. No Pull me knows. once, shame on you. You act yeah, like, like Activision made it. Bro, Activision is going to lose at the end of the day on CDL and OWL. They are going to lose tremendous sums of money on the yeah, operational but, but cost. Again, of the league, that, that went down to the fact that COVID occurred. COVID occurred, and they also delayed all these payments. And I'm sure in their original plan, they weren't planning to there buy no out delays. all these orgs. <laughs> there was no delays in their original Bro, plans. I, I think the problem with the original but have you guys ever seen the original pitch decks for CDL and OWL? Have you guys ever seen them? Mm -hmm. well, it's, a, it, it's a notebook that just says in, in hidden font. This is full of bullshit. That's <laughs> literally <laughs> all it is. Clear typeface. <laughs> I would love to see that book. I would like to see I, what I it really says would, in there. Now. I really would hope, again, as part of this lawsuit, I would love if that pitch deck came public because it's very fucking hilarious <laughs> to me. First off, these owners knew exactly what they were getting into in terms of having to pay for TD and all that stuff. So they never say they didn't know that's bullshit. The projections in that deck were insane <laughs> to me. Yep. The projections that they made on yeah, they were converting people who don't even or, or, don't even know that Twitch is yep. a thing <laughs> or it doesn't make Pat, any sense. Pat, and, and, they, pull up. Sorry, and they convince gonna... they convince <laughs> these billionaires to get in on it, and at the end of the day, nobody's going to make fucking money out of it. Pat, gonna, we got a hundred million monthly active years, users, so. and we're going to convert them all to esports fans. Pat, Pat, they're going to pull up the original 2019, 2020 CDL like schedule. <laughs> yeah, right. Court, Going like, to Paris like, four times, <laughs> London nah, three times. No, honestly though, Ben, like I respect what you're trying to say, and I, I get it. There's, uh, it, but at, at the end of the day, dude, I'm kind of just mind blown. You named he who shall not be named. Who did I name? Bobby Kodak, bro. That's Lee Voldemort, I, I don't, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't care, bro. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby went on a fucking ass, CNBC. Bro. Bobby went on CNBC with fucking Robert Kraft. You probably have seen that fucking meme photo talking about the future of esports. Listen, at the end of the day, everybody saw this as a potential business opportunity. The problem is they were so blinded. Bro, I hate, the I hate here that the they don't potential they business into. opportunity. It, like, we got to stop saying that. It was literally. Is it a, fa is it a false it, statement? Yes. Yes. No? Yes. Because what, what it was, what it was, was the great finesse. Yeah, this had was. nothing to do with a business opportunity. This was a great finesse. This was selling esports as something that it just wasn't and wasn't ever going to be, wasn't currently it was just the great finesse. Yeah, somebody said that, in the chat too. They took half the rev share, right? They pretty, they took half the revenue yes, share. They so, made them so pay twenty seven and a half million dollars, then took fifty percent of all rev share. I, I didn't know this. So they have <laughs> to insane. pay out. They Easy. have to pay out fifty percent of all gross revenue, regardless of source, and then it's distributed parade to the teams. I don't know how the probation happens. It's not specified in the lawsuit how that works. And optic obviously 
is understandably not happy with that arrangement, although they did agree to it to get into the league. They knew what they were getting into, what they were signing up for. You can understand why an optic or a thieves or a face, someone that will generate a decent amount of money, Toronto Ultra as well, generate a decent amount of money in sponsorships and stuff like that, other revenue streams, running events, and they've got to give 50% of it up. But to what was that revenue Vegas, looking like? To fucking Vegas that does AI fucking announcements for their players because they don't want to pay a fucking designer. It, like, can't, it can't be good if they're firing. Yeah, half I'm, of their I'm just, I'm, I'm I would year. love to see the number on, on the revenue coming they in. Ass, just... They dead ass paid $27 million and then paid taxes to Activision. That's well, crazy. they haven't, most of those teams have not paid anywhere. But that split rev share has been a thing since the get go, though. That's, crazy. that's not, that's not new info. Yeah, yeah but it, it makes sense. Okay, like when, if you're the fucking NFL and you're making 300 million a year, in in revenue that's being split in TV money, that makes sense for a league of this size. It makes fucking zero. They're not sense. making I, any money anyway. And I don't quite understand why that was not. Maybe it, it does work this way, and we don't know. I don't know if that agreement starts on year zero of the league. This is what I'm curious about. Is was that something that the teams were agreeing to that happened in 2019? <clears throat> I, I know. I, I know for a fact. Five or I, I know for a fact the split rev like of of the 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 50 that went to the league. I know for a fact the fact that that was split between all 12 teams was a thing since the get go. So it started it started year one of the league. Yeah, yeah. that's but also probably year one. I'm surprised, one. Like, I'm surprised the owners agreed to that. It's probably just based on what, the what do you mean? That's, bro, that's the only that way to get them. everybody in. Like. The people coming in, Ben, like they don't know if they're gonna have the most successful team, and they're comparing it to all the sports models that do this same thing. Like it's it's just an insane if, arrangement because they they but but it, but it, it's their, it's it's the way to get them in. What do you mean? Rights. It's yeah, it's obviously insane for this ecosystem, but for multi billionaire groups who own professional sports teams, it's absolutely the way to get them in the door. Yeah, it, it was definitely. I, I like you calling it the great finesse because at the end of the day. You know, everybody, including upper executives of Activision, were swindled by this potential opportunity by other people. And, like, I think Adam App really put it to a T on a show that we had probably five or six months ago where they came in and tried to make COD something like the fucking NFL when they had an opportunity right in front of them that was fucking growing over years. Over I mean, years. bro, half, that path, half, they were half the execs that got, you know, that Activision hired were from, from professional sports leagues. Yeah. Like, a few yeah, people no. in the chat want us to talk about the player contracts because uh, I mean, yeah. people people were bringing up <laughs> Sam's like oh shit, people were bringing this up uh, a little bit. I even saw Jacob uh, Hale. He quote tweeted a, a tweet from Seth in 2020. So the tweet that Seth said it's Gump. He said the CDO also made us sign a player contract in quotes in front of them without allowing us to run it by our lawyers at the player summit. It was a sign it now or you can't play at Minnesota it type contract. exchange. It was the it was the handbook. The handbook. The yeah. handbook yeah. It was the rules, the handbook rules. Which normally, our, our contracts any, were already signed. Anything could have been in there and they would have forced us to sign it regardless. Oh no, for sure, yeah. But it, but it was a handbook and, so and we yes. and to be That's fair, crazy, we've bro. we've had to sign a player handbook like a lot every, of every year, year since every like year. 20 since CWL, yeah. yeah 2016 i think it was the same it was the same thing it was just a little bit more in depth this time and it was at the summit and they fucking and, threatened us yeah well no, they, i mean they did the same thing they've done before like if you don't sign the handbook you can't play they've done that every year it's just Bro. this one was a little bit different because every, it was that that shit got laid out in, right front, in front of us, of us at that player yeah. summit Pat and Tommy, we were both there. Yeah, Everyone was there. there. Yeah. And they fucking said, you cannot play in our league under this brand new franchise. And we didn't know what the fuck was in there. And no, like, we couldn't run it by anybody. They said, you're signing this or you're fucked. And guess what? We all fucking signed it. Yeah. I mean, we, we didn't know anybody. We didn't give a fuck. We just wanted to play at that point. But, but so here's, so I feel for Seth, because clearly, right. 
he is a bit of an outlier in all of this. He's a huge brand. Uh, restrictions on him and, and highlights an incident that happened in later in that year in October where he did a Raid Shadow Legends stream and he got a disciplinary letter and that kind of circles around what's covered in the lawsuit. Like agreeing to these rules, the streaming rules, last second to play. And if you don't sign him, you can't play is insane. He never had time to review. Wait, let's also, let's also be clear, though. Let's also be clear. Seth, <laughs> even back then, had a responsibility for the position he was in. Like Seth boycotting could have easily got everyone boycotting and all 99% of everyone else boycotting would have been pointless if Seth didn't agree to it. Like, I feel like there was still things that on the player side that could have been done. And we've talked about this before Yeah, that needed a hundred percent participation and we didn't get it. So let's keep that in mind. Like that. <laughs> Very important. Yeah. Seth was also in a way different position back Listen, then, though. I agree. And I understand. He didn't have to dive into that bullshit. Yeah, 100%. I, Listen, I, I mean, it would have helped think everybody. I, either. I mean, it would have helped, helped everybody, everybody, but it's, it's, it's a lot easier said than done now, looking yeah, back we, on we, it. We've talked about the. the I mean, we can we can call hindsight, but people saw it back then as well. And now Seth is suing the league. So it's like the same shit. I mean, listen, he. Understanding that the players association would be saying that then certainly is not going to protect Seth. It's going to protect bottom players in the league. But in the end, having that collective bargaining would have avoided some of these issues. It yeah, would have protected everybody. Back. Everybody. Yeah. That's but the it, whole but, point. But more more and more situations generally benefits the people at the bottom than does at the top. Yeah, so, of course. But a unified front is for everybody. Way like, better. Collective bargaining, hundred P. Uh, that that's the problem. So yeah. didn't to have this it from the in particular, right, that, that we're looking at the tweet on here, right? Normally the handbook, again, it's innocuous stuff, it's dates, yeah, it's what happens on match days, how early you need to show up, media obligations, you sign it, <clears> there's <throat> not a lot of bullshit in there. But they tried the passive fast one, these guys. Now, Activision will probably argue, I assume, that, oh, you know, we were setting up the league, stuff was coming together late, it just got ready before this event, we needed people to sign it, or lawyers would say that these guys can't play because we'd be liable, blah, 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 blah. Which I think is a bullshit argument if they use it. I just think like telling the players you got to sign, and it was not. I assume um, Pat, it was a lot of pages. It's not like the twenty-page handbook. That bitch it was like thick. dozens of pages. Yeah, mm, like, I mean, yeah. Here. I don't remember how I, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't that small. Was no, because no, because <laughs> the reaction of the room, every like, bro, you, it was a fuck situation because we had you had kids in there, bro, eighteen years old that were like, it was wait, a second. 20, 30 pages. Like, bro, there the amount of like I've never felt that it was way also in a room with like. This the audience that we had there, bro. Everyone in that room was like, "What? This is fucking weird." Like, are we sure we should sign this? Like, everyone was like, kind of taking a second. Like that, where this is not just, "Oh, sign the handbook." Like, yeah, that and, was not and, that and situation. I, and unfortunately, Sam is like, I think you know that that character is going to come up in Discovery. Like, they're going to want to explore what happened in that meeting to support the terms of their their lawsuit here. I think it's insane to hand the guys 50, 60 page documents and you have to sign it here or you can't play. On Thursday, of course, I want my fucking lawyer to look at it, and they're going to take a couple of days. They should have said to the guys a week and a half, two weeks prior, send them before fucking Christmas, and take a look at it, and that way they have time to ask questions and get answers, and then sign that shit before they arrive. Like, yeah, not, bro. This isn't the first all. time they've tried wait, to like wait, give people speaking... literally a day to fix all their problems, all, right, Dom? Yeah, <clears throat> definitely not. Speaking <laughs> of like the eighteen-year-old stuff, though, I mean, like, dude, there were some of us in that room who understood, and like yeah. the questions that were being asked, and like the. This is the whole problem with the, the league as a whole when it started was like players were not on the same page. Like there were some players who had just signed their contract and just thought everything was peaches and, and, and there was everything was great. And it's like not being able to get everybody on the same page from the get go has been a problem.
And this isn't just the CDL. This has been Cardio yeah, as a whole. But to, to go back to my point before, though, Pat, like, Seth, like, made his brand into what it was and worked hard I'm not for what it was. Seth. I'm talking about everybody. I'm yeah, talking but about I'm everybody. You keep saying, like, like, back in the day, we needed 100%, 100%. It's like, that's not all on Seth, bro. Like, Seth is in a way different position. Like, it, I, yeah, like I'm just trying to put myself in his shoes. It still benefited Seth. That's what I'm saying. Like, Seth could have been selfish about it, but at the end of the day, it still benefited Seth. But but he was, and look at what happened. Like it didn't help him in the end. You you guys should have had. Well, it's, it's just guys. different. I, I feel like, but I feel like back then it's just way different. Now now it's, they're talking about tens and bro, millions bro, of dollars. The, bro, yeah, it's, the same, it's, the it's the same. It's the same thing for LeBron, bro. It's the same thing for LeBron. Like LeBron is in a position where like LeBron could think and do whatever he wants, but like. At, at a certain point, you you respect the position you're in, and you kind of have a responsibility to make the decisions that are good for not only yourself but everybody involved. Like mm. it, it's I don't know. Has I, that I, happened in the NBA, Pat, with LeBron, where something came up and LeBron had to step up and 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 do something? And, and I'm, he pretty, did, sure, he did. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the bubble, the bubble, the, bubble, yeah, the latest the bubble. thing was the bubble situation. Yeah, no, he like was apparently very instrumental in some of the terms of the bubble. And and a few other things, and obviously he's gotten hot water over the China stuff, the Hong Kong stuff, or whatever Taiwan shit. But I think to Pat's point, bro, the biggest miss here is the listen. These players should have been organized and had put themselves in a position to collectively bargain in 2018 when we knew this shit was going to happen. In World War II, we knew that year that 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 was the, the beginning of the end. Black Ops Four was clearly the last year. You could have known years prior this is going to happen. The players should be at the table, and they could have prevented things like. Getting fucked over in the buyout clause, getting fucked over on the salary why, cap. Why, is, why is people saying Seth was eighteen? Like the chat is delusional. Seth was like twenty six. Like Seth is twenty six uh, now. What are you saying? No, no, he was twenty six when the league started. When the city, uh, I thought they might be talking about back in the day. Are you sure he was not? He was. They're probably talking about back old, in the day. Bro. He's, what he's what a Seth year is my he's he's younger than me. He was not. He was yeah, he's a year younger than me. Seth is twenty eight right now. He was like twenty three when the year started. Twenty two, but he was definitely not eighteen. The deal was four years ago. Yeah, he was not. He was not twenty. He was not eighteen to your point though. Which I no, agree. yeah, no. Chat thought he. Chat, chat's like you're comparing no, a forty no, year not, old was, LeBron to Seth being eighteen. Like Seth was eighteen a decade ago. Like what are we saying? But listen, the players union stuff. Just to put a pin in it, and I think <laughs> we've talked about this with Clay. Right, in order to get that off the ground, it required. The, everybody to really pitch in financially. Someone has to pay the lawyers to get the union organized, to get the, the like you have to create a whole structure and then have representatives to be able to bargain on your who, behalf. Who was that our representative for the union back in the day? Who was, who was representing us? Who was that guy? Because we needed somebody, right? And I can't remember. Counter -Strike. I can't remember. Yeah, what was his name? probably Sir Scoots, right? It was him. Oh, yeah. Sir Scoots. Sir Scoots did it. Yeah, Fortnite. whoever did the Counter-Strike one. Yes, yeah. I, I like remember we had everyone get in an email chain. We went through the I whole remember process. I remember that because I signed yeah. it, and I remember the whole process and everything like that. Yeah, you guys are right. It was Sir Scoots. It was on the tip of my tongue. I couldn't remember who the fuck it was. Yeah. Scoots, Scoots has been instrumental in uh, the, the CS Player Association. He also did the Fortnite one. I don't know if the Fortnite one has gone anywhere. Those kids are all 12, but, you know, I think that's a huge <laughs> that's, that's another issue. Yeah, 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 a huge mismatch opportunity. But anyway, uh, getting back to COD, I think that's just the, the biggest missed opportunity. Y'all could have collectively bargained. A lot more upside in the CDL agreement, and, and some of y'all got fucked. And it's outlined in this, bro. Seth was forced to sign that document, and you know what happened? He did a raid Shadow Legends stream in the middle of the fucking offseason before the new game came out. It was in fucking October, and he got a letter from Activision disciplining him for doing that stream in the fucking offseason. Like, and this is like, Pat, I brought this up in the stream earlier. Do you remember the LCS controversy with Hearthstone in like 2014? 
when LCS players got in trouble because they were in between queues playing fucking pubs. They were playing Hearthstone on stream and fucking Riot got mad at them. And there was a huge shitstorm. You can't blame them. Hearthstone was a blast when it came out. Yeah, it was a fucking banger. And there was a huge shitstorm and Riot eventually walked it back. That was like five years prior to this. And I can't believe Activision fucking tried it again. You were a Hearthstone guy, Pat? Oh yeah, I hit Legend multiple multiple seasons. Oh nice. Yeah, I never knew anything man. about it. My girlfriend me, won a tournament once and won a like PC. You and John, Pat, you me, Pac-Man, Nagafin, uh, who else played? <coughs> I think Austin played it. Austin. That was a crew. That was a crew, yeah. Damn. I've never played that or game. Sounds a great game. It's a great bro, that's game. just like it's your point. Now. That's just fucking malicious though, bro. Like there's just been so much like unnecessary, over the top, malicious like business practice that just makes just no basis. It makes no sense. I just want to go back to what it was, man. Just those open formats, those pool plays. I mean, I I I feel like with the CDL dying, that's where we're heading. At least that's where I think we're heading. I I think we're going. There's going to be a very weird bridge period between the CDL dying and us getting to that format. There's going to be a very weird, yeah, like gray area that is going to have a lot of uncertainty in it. Yeah, oh, well, I also we'll think in Ben's in Ben's yeah. dreaming scenario of the the Saudi government bailing out esports for Call of Duty, I think there'd be even if even if in this situation okay. happened, I think there's going to be a long drawn out period before that even comes to any dark fruition. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think so. I think the minute. But luckily, that... Sam. Luckily, right, Sam. I, I think find a plug. I think there is other titles for people to to be involved with. And coming I, in I, summer of twenty twenty nine. I think it's Here time for that transition. Maybe fucking I think, goes. Look, I think. Listen, the minute the CDL is done, ESL is going to step in instantly and spin it up. I think it's going to be probably some kind of open scene, and I think, like I said, it's going to culminate in probably fucking champs every beer being in Saudi Arabia because that's what the PIF is going to want. As part of getting involved with the commercialization of this, I don't think it's a fucking bailout. I think they're going to try and commercialize it, and you know the PIF will pump some money. But what what esport been has ha, ha, have they done this with so far though? Oh, bro, listen. Other I than Counter Strike, I've seen. League. If you've been following, there's like the they're dots, starting the process with bro, Rocket League. Every I publisher, every TO, every major piece of the of the esports industry went to a B two B conference in Saudi Arabia like eight or nine months ago. Like the the. This no, I know. I'm saying, I'm saying what has actually before, happened, though. Like, bro, not oh, what are just the ideas. Bro, what has actually they happened? They haven't announced all the things that are going to be at the Esports World Cup this summer, but it's going to be, the rumor is going to be fucking everybody, every public. I mean, they're supposed Riot, to be caught. supposed Activision. to be caught with that. Yeah, no. There's already <laughs> people qualifying on the um, StarCraft side, I think. Obviously, there's going to be a CS thing. Uh, it's it's going to be a lot of shit, bro. Like, I think it's going to be very interesting to see what the Saudi government does with the esports world cup, but they want to get heavy in the esports, bro. That is part of their plan to diversify their investment. I don't want to talk about the validity and, and there's a, there's a whole lot we can go on that front, but they, they are going to get in the mix. It, mm-hmm. it saying it's not going to happen. Like the, the rings on the wall on that one, bro. Anything else you guys have to say on the lawsuit that's going on? I don't, not sure how long this lawsuit can go on for a pretty long time. I think uh, I have a couple more things. Tom. Oh, um, go ahead, one man. is one key thing that, I think is interesting. Um, so is that I'm looking right now. Uh, the eleven teams are named as co-conspirators. On um, subsequently, I think some of the team owners will probably not be super happy that they will be potentially deposed in this lawsuit. But that's interesting. I think the other thing. Well, question, Ben. One, do one, you one think more, one more thing? Because it's important. They're, they're tied to each other. Real quick. The other interesting thing, and I actually don't know this. So, if any lawyers in the chat, let us know. I would assume that if Activision settles 
with Seth and Hector. This opens the door to other teams subsequently like filing suits trying to get additional money. So well, that's my point. Is do you think do you think they were consulted first? And and if so, what do you think their reaction was? The other team owners? Yeah. Because I imagine uh, they had to have like I'm sure the idea was floated. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, that maybe gets very dangerous in a countersuit. I don't know how that's how that would work. That yeah, actually I, maybe kind of fucks over your case if you're. I feel like they had to have known beforehand, though. There's no way that X just went like the issue, though. Like, yeah, but if you're not in a JDA, like I think that becomes within potential like discovery. I think that I actually fucks over your case like, unless you're in a joint defense. Other teams have a like a like they do like there's been like I said malicious business practices and Activision's been fucking terrible don't get me wrong but I feel like reading the suit like Hector has a legitimate claim to like a lot of the shit that went down like if if the thing truly if the things that happened that Hector laid out in this suit happened like yeah. there is basis for litigation here but like I don't think like when you go to each team there's going to be a set example for like everyone to follow in that way like I don't think Activision wronged to the level of Hector all other 11 teams. What do you, so this, what do you think Envy's position is on this, though? That's a great question. Like, Hex is acting... Yeah, Hex is acting on behalf of himself. Same with same with Seth. Yeah. And obviously, Envy owns... What 92.5% of Optic. Like... Yeah. What, what do you think their position is on this whole situation? Like, Hex is currently, out, to, my, to my knowledge, acting CEO, right? But, I mean, we, we've seen situations like that change very fast i think it's interesting and i probably don't think we'll ever find out i think what's interesting is look i think that there are some valid claims here from from scup and actor i think in particular some claims to me are actually <laughs> probably some of the best in this because i think as a player during a standing i think you can make the case that he wasn't able to get a fair market wage due to the salary cap structure he wasn't able to get Fair compensation because they limited it upside and getting sponsors and brands. And he's Bro, a the big amount guy. of categories. He in a lot of money. Wait, but the salary cap stuff went away, though. No? Here. The but, salary but stuff the went guys. away. But here's a problem, guys, that was explained to me. The issue in what this comes down to in a case like this is how the judge defines what a market is, right? And in the case, they've defined a market as competitive Call of Duty. The judge may not see that as a valid market on top of the fact <laughs> that they may see that. Listen, Activision, this is. A weird one because Activision owns the right to Call of Duty and they have an ability as a copyright holder to enforce their IP and that gives them certain rights that are not necessarily anti-monopoly or an illegal monopoly. So it's a very interesting case. I, I would I would love to see this litigated because it's massive potentially for the industry. Huge. Okay, well, uh, I'm talking to Seth. He sent me some screenshots. I just want to make sure that I'm okay to show them before... Oh, uh, yeah, he he sent me a, a conversation between him and Porter, which is hilarious. I read oh, so that. Porter. Wait, wait. What's the date on this? What's the date? The on date this? on this is November fifteenth, twenty twenty. That's the date on this. That's the date on these. Oh, okay. November fifteenth, twenty. I was I was thinking I was thinking like pre CEO. I'm just so screen. I don't like, want to show up. This is this is like it. right before Cold War season starts, right? Yes. Yeah, this is the very end of. Okay, so yeah. let's Bono take a look 19. here. Let's take a look here. So this is set. You're flank exclusive. You confirm with him. You're good to show them. What? You're you're good to show them, right? I mean, yeah, he said I said what did I say? Here, I could tell you what he said. First of all, Pat, go fuck yourself. That's pretty much what he he said. He said he goes, I mean, yeah, just you know what I mean? I was like, Do you want me to show these? 
So do you want me to show these? And he goes, I mean, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's basically what he's basically referring to. Yeah. I mean, he sent them to me. Can I ask so. a fair question about Wait, these? But, but, but is he Real referencing quick. the first time being pre-CDL? Like... Like, well, there's yeah, cup, there's two of them. There's two of them. So Seth said, where do I sign the petition? This is, this is 2020. Crimson yeah. said it's too this late. This was a year after the CEO. Right. Let's just read so it. Crimson said, where do I sign a petition? Or Seth said, where do I sign the petition? Crimson said, it's too late for that petition now, but lawyers are drafting stuff up now for a union. And then Seth said, yeah, Clay told me that they want to get it done sometime next March. It was brought up to me one time. I said no the first time because it felt like all the pros hated me and I was kind of just being a dickhead about it and I had very little information on it. And then there was another screenshot. Uh, Porter said that one-page document was it. Two paragraphs, wasn't anything legal, just a petition message to the league saying you can't make changes like this without consulting us. Scraps even learned how to read and <laughs> signed it. <laughs> That's the most impressive part. And it says to let myself, I do want to apologize, though. I was being stubborn. I also said that if I needed to sign, I would, but then it was never brought up to me again. So, I mean, this I, was after my time, so I don't so, know because my so, this is this is the second time I was already retired by now. This is nice to see that Seth was willing to get in on this. The problem is, this is about four years too late. Yeah, like, the union and the the everybody need to organize in 2017, 2018 in order to collectively bargain a CBA the minute the league started coming in in the middle. And this is at peak, like Activision was going under some other union busting shit at this time. This is like before that QA thing. Like there's a lot of shit going down with that. Like they would have had a tough time actually getting a CBA done. and would have cost them a lot of money to, to litigate that with Activision. Their best chances before the league started, they missed it by a couple of years. It wasn't the best chance. It was the only chance. Yeah. Well, otherwise, it, otherwise it would be really, really tough. Well, to sum it up, whose team are you on? I'm on Team Scump and Hector. Whose team I are you on? I got my optic camo on in game, baby. I'm Sam's on, rocking on, the optic camo. I got the optic camo. I stand with my king. Yeah, I'm, I'm banging the drums, Greenwall, because I would I think love we're to all see in support of Seth and I mean, Hector I, right I, now. I would hope this happens. I just think yeah. the reality is this is yeah. getting dismissed. But I hope it goes to discovery. The I hope would be a lot. I hope a lot gets uncovered. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm very interested to see some of these internal documents. To be I just public. hope that this this lawsuit just changes the esports and Call of Duty scene yeah, for the better, the, bro. Because the, the landscape, I don't, I, well, the I, sports I, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's going it to change for the better, be, though. Bro, saying, this case, man. this case it's could fucking... have, depending on how this case were to end up in, with a narrow judgment or wide judgment, this case has potential ramifications for game licensing, even beyond esports. Like this is huge in the way that intellectual property in the video game space. Is recognized in regards to interstate commerce and trade. Like I'm just praying that every single I'm just praying that Activision doesn't go full Nintendo, bro. Do you know like how bad Nintendo is with like all their like license like the they're, their, they're like, not uh, they're not going to, bro. And yeah, and, you get the point though. And, and to like, be clear, like there is a claim in for example, edge things, right? They claim in this lawsuit that Activision and their anti monopoly stance, having a one hundred percent monopoly, denied giving game and tournament licenses to other people other than the MLG assets they bought in twenty sixteen. That's not necessarily true. Because UMG ran events after that date, Gfinity ran events after that date, LVP ran events after the date. They licensed. Wait, 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 did Japan. they? Yes, 2016. UMG did not run events after that. ESL did too. At, not, not after that. 2017 oh, was the start of strictly was CWL. UMG Chris in the parking lot. That was at W, right? Oh, God. 2017 yeah. was at W. Yeah, there was. There was. There was. 2016 ended. Wow. 2016 would be. Yeah, end of 2016 was the end of BO3 when so the buyout but happened. Know, but so you still had World Gaming. You had World Gaming going on. That was a licensed event. You the had fuck the fuck is World Gaming? You had the Montreal event. It was the Montreal was shit that I won. Thank you. Yeah. 
Like, and you had these, what were we, these local on? lands? We're talking about local lands? Yeah, but like, they were granted, these stuff were still granted game licenses. Yeah, yeah so is NJ Halo, bro. I got banned I from those patents. Pat, you know, I got banned from NJ Halo. The guy looked at me. <laughs> What'd you do? What'd you do? I won eight of them in a row. And then he looked at me, handed Jesus. me $500 in cash, and he said, Don't ever come back here. I'm losing bitches. <laughs> I, love I love that story. I said, Buddy, bro. no problem. That's such we'll a good story. And I left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no problem. That, that was the start of uh, all the locals, like gatekeeping pros, because they would, all the pros would just show hey, up and just me. run it. He literally looked me in the eyes and said, Don't come back. Nobody's signing up. Bro, speaking of, speaking of that 2016 year though, that was probably the worst year for the esport as a whole. R ignoring the game, that format was so awful. What the league? The leagues in three the, regions. The online like leagues, events. the two yeah. events, and then like two MLG events at the end. Like that was well, the, the problem is they, they the had a huge production issue, bro. Because you pulled the UMG South Carolina, and it became abundantly clear to everyone the Bluetooth and the PlayStation console is gonna be a huge fucking problem. And that's how Cronus has started to get won that one too. Go, Sam. You're and different. Tucked, it, tucked in fucking <laughs> Nikki D. But anyway, uh, you know, that that was a, a bad year for comp and obviously got a little bit better after that. I, I'm curious. Listen, in the day, I'm curious to see now if this case becoming public and docketed is going to speed up public leaks and sort of how this whole CDL plan is going to get landed with the unwinding because there's a very intricate song and dance here between how that will get unwinded and how this lawsuit may get settled so there's no other people asking for more money and at the end of the day activision microsoft is probably on some total of this gonna write a nine-figure fucking check when it's all said and done <clears throat> to multiple parties nine figure yeah nine but you, you gotta think right how do you figure nine no way nine is settlement to scump and hector maybe to some other people plus uh, dismiss plus, plus they're, they're gonna pay. They're gonna pay the buyouts of all the CDL contracts. Which, if if we go off what Overwatch got, ten million. It's already nine. Yeah, you think they're good? You'll think they'll get that much? Think about it. Yeah, Overwatch cost them a, a bit to maybe. Line, right? Yeah, to like six, mil. six million a team. But the Overwatch teams actually paid their spots for way longer. The COD Did stuff they? has been delayed, delayed. How long did they pay for their spots for? Overwatch, Overwatch franchised in 20, what, 16? 27? Yeah, it was a couple of years. It, yeah, like they did like 20, four years the whole league. It was and, 2018, right? And the Overwatch spots years. were even more expensive. The people were paying way more for the Overwatch spots. Those were like going, bro, you guys not remember, bro? Some of those biddings were like in the 30s the or spots? 40s million dollar for, for the cities. Fuck. You guys not remember I that? Don't, no, I don't, I remember. don't remember that, no. Bro, when they were talking That's about crazy. the bidding for those specific cities, that it was going way up, especially in the expansion years. It was definitely a lot more. Cod, I Cod, think, uh, Cod I came expansion. in at like that twenty-five million dollar baseline. Initial, I think uh, you might actually be confusing. Pat. I think the initial spots were twenty million, and then oh, the more, expansion spots they were way more. The expansion spots were higher theoretically somewhere. And I see an article: franchise fee for expansion teams were expected to be higher than the inaugural season, estimated between this number is mind blowing. By the way. 35 to 60 million. Yeah, I don't yeah. Think, though, it, it was a lot. What? And, and bro, and they had they had like 30 teams. I don't yeah, they had it a doesn't lot of say teams. though in these articles for Atlanta Rain, Guangzhou, the other Chinese teams, Toronto, Paris, Washington, Vancouver, uh, what they actually paid to get in. So I'm curious if that will come out eventually. We don't know if it ended up being 20 million or 60 million or whatever. You know, but you that know was the, fucking insane though. The Guangdong Tigers. The real the real losers for this though are the team the, the teams who bought in both. Yeah. Like, Pull me once, bro. <laughs> anything else, guys? Anything else you want to say? Anything uh, at all? Leave you I, peace. I have, I have, I have one more thing. I'm sure you do. Go ahead, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think, 
That's been waking away from this. Is it PSA the community, bro? PSA the community. Get off of Scum and Hector's back to fucking talk about this shit. They got lawyers in the air saying not to say a fucking word. And like, I are see people, people on their ass them. about talking bro, about yes, it? Yes, I see it on social media. I see it on a red. They need to fucking clap back on well, the, the those people. Bro, are just bro, dumb bro, as rocks. Ben, they, ben, they, need ben. To, they need to let the lawsuit play out. And ben, you're talking no to you're talking to 16 year olds to, 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 to have some PSA, sense, bro. bro. Get off their fucking Johnson, dude. Like yeah, any, they're, anyone, they're anyone who even even when anyone who even thought that they would even give a facial reaction to a sentence about this situation is delusional. I'm I'm just trying to do a PSA, bro. Like I don't, I don't sure. know what to say. And it goes the and it goes the other way too. With all the dumbasses on fucking Reddit and oh, Scump's gonna stop streaming. Optic's gonna get banned from events. Activision's not gonna retaliate against them. They put out a statement that's gonna be the fucking end of it. Like retaliation only adds more fucking cause of action to this lawsuit. So. They're not going to fucking do that either. So everybody wise up here. All right, let's go take a look. I want to take a look at this one time. Now, this has nothing to do with COD, but it kind of does at the same time. Have you guys seen this text to AI shit? Have y'all seen bro. this shit? Yeah. Is I, saw, scary I saw a video of golden retriever puppies playing in the snow. Yeah, yeah. Even this, this is AI. Look at look at the prompt. Yeah. Beautiful snowy Tokyo city is bustling. The camera moves through the bustling city street, following several people enjoying the beautiful snowy weather and shopping at nearby stalls. Bro, th this is what the AI made. Like, this is insane. Like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, we're fucked. We're fucked. And, and, and the reason why I'm bringing it up on the show, it has nothing to do with COD, but I do think this is going to change content creation and just create, create uh, content in general and in the entertainment industry in general. Like, this is insane. This is crazy. Yeah, there's going to be way more of those VTubers or whatever they're yeah. called. People are saying 240p and AI images aren't good. This tech is going to get better, bro. The yeah, way I mean, 240p for now. In six months, let alone a fucking year, is insane. And look, there are conversations, you know, because there's like, you see there's a little bit of like um, some issues with it. Obviously, you know, these models are trained on real artists, so there's a big copyright issue that at some point I think will get litigated as to the rights on this shit, but Man, this stuff's fucking scary. Right, some point, I just don't understand how this shit works, bro. bro. At some, at the, put, it, put, put this in a perspective. At some this? point, somebody could write, could could write an entire like, um, like a movie. Like, what are they? What's the? What is it? What's the like? Uh, the text like, that like the. What's the, what is the you know what I'm Siri? talking about? A script? A script? Yeah, Jesus Christ! Listen, I'm having uh, I had a brain fart. <laughs> so they, could, they could write an entire screenplay, a script, screenplay. That's the word. They could write an entire screenplay, a script, and stuff like that. And imagine it just like makes the video, yeah, it that's makes crazy. the movie for you. Like oh, how yeah. insane that would be. Zuma goes on main stage, sets up the lights in I, his eyes. I, I was gonna exactly, say, can I I'm put saying. out Zuma finally wins his ring finally, and he's on stage, hundreds of thousands of people, what like, and it just for I'm just on stage, is that what cod champs yeah, like? How does it do that? How does it do that? That's crazy, bro. That would be insane. That would be insane. You could write an entire script. So I can finally get it? I can finally get the ring? Yeah, I might need the fuck. Yeah, that is crazy, bro. And also the, the Apple Vision Pro shit, that shit's crazy too. Even though I don't know how people aren't getting motion sick from that shit. I'm sure people probably are actually. I don't even Listen, know. Listen, bro, we're we are entering the era of the mega brain rot. Yeah, the this is brain rot. rot. I, I'm worried about that. the kids, man. You know, like if they're fucking just locked into this shit. Like imagine growing up, like imagine like 10 years from now, 20 years from now, kids might just be like fucking, I don't know fucking learning school through these fucking glasses I mean, or some bro, shit like who I, fucking knows like, I, I i love technology don't get me wrong but i was watching a tiktok the other day mm -hmm. about like the early 2000s and like you know like how 
how much playing outside occurred as a kid. Our generation is the last one, bro. Bro, uh, yeah, it's, it's the, the last 90s one. Babies. Sure, the hey, 90s babies Sam, are way, were Sam, built different. I, I, would, one, I would even say that like there, there are people probably in this chat that never even experienced that. Like No. It, people get it, phones in fucking fourth grade. I didn't touch that shit until crazy. I didn't touch until like fifth grade, <laughs> fourth grade or something. Yeah, bro. It's nuts, bro. And it, it, the the early not the the nineties babies. I don't know. I just felt like we were always outside and shit, always playing. I feel like it's just not like that anymore. Like I mean, at least I was. I can't really speak for you guys. Oh no, yeah, it's it's like growing up. There was nothing to do. Name, like that's what we did. We went outside and like ran around and did shit. Rode bikes. Fucking I don't know. Two thousand and there's more. Went paintball and, and shit. And everyone was way more social too. You yeah. Think about it. So it's just like I just feel like a lot's changing, bro. A lot's changing, it, and it's it, changing bro, faster than I thought. Bro, t did you talk about the AI stuff, bro? Where AI <laughs> images was 18 months ago to where it is now, the fact we have AI fucking video. Bro, the progress is happening so quick with OpenAI. It's fucking absolutely crazy. I can't even believe where it's going to be in six months from now. Like, Yeah. It's obviously there are intellectual properties. Someone eventually is going to have a case to go to the Supreme Court about the intellectual property issues here because these models are trained on actual art and artists, and they're seeing zero revenue if people actually use this make money so eventually i'm sure that'll get litigated but shit's crazy bro shit's fucking one crazy. lawsuit at a time benjay <clears throat> yeah i mean it will it will get to a certain point where you know it, it happened with the taylor swift shit where the ai generated pictures were going out and shit like that she talked about how how they're way too realistic and she's gonna start suing and this and that and way more the people what? that there was the pictures Taylor Swift like deep AI, came out like, like deep fake and shit which is just like terrible bro like that just shouldn't that type of shit shouldn't be happening and like i agree like there needs to be legal action with certain shit like that because people can just make fake shit and make it look real and and people there's gonna be a day and age bro. where you just won't be able to tell what's real and what's just, fake just anymore. wait for this presidential election i guarantee there's gonna be some deep fakes during this presidential election that's gonna blow your fucking mind it's it's gonna happen this year, the bro. Presidential election will get yeah, especially year, within politics, here, bro. within politics and shit. That's gonna get scary it's as well. Fucking dangerous, dangerous fucking tool in that shit. But, Can't be trusted by those people. But listen, I think that's gonna do it for us today on the show. I hope you guys all enjoyed the flank today. Obviously, we only had a couple matches, but we had a lot to talk about. And of course, we got three more matches tomorrow. So. <laughs> We're ready to lock in and, and watch those, so we'll obviously be back tomorrow. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, go to anchor.fm slash the flank to check out all the audio sites we're on. Go follow at the flank on Twitter. Gersh doing a phenomenal job running socials per usual. And go to zuma.gg. Go plug in your email. That's where all the merch is going to be moving forward. we got a merch drop coming uh, coming soon, so go check out zuma.gg. Wait, 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 wait. Could we make a deep fake flank episode? Yeah, we could. I, I was. So. I think you guys get along on that you one. Think they know? Uh, it should be crazy. Man, put us out, man. Put us out. There's a poll. You got to put us out real quick. Yo, right. a deep fake flank episode would be insane. Like, yo, <laughs> recap the the uh, all the matches today with Ben fucking just right out. My fucking feet are just in the air and shit. Like, I'm just cooling it. <laughs> like, bro, that's just like insane, bro. Like the fact yeah, that I, I think I think there'd be a dead giveaway though, Tom, because at the end when Ben puts us out, he'd be making all of them, and everyone oh, know that'd shit. be bullshit. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's oh, facts. Shit. That's facts. There's no way that would be real. Look at him now. Benjamin <laughs> Seam steps up to the plate. He's got golf club in hand. Dogs are out. No slippers today. He's going to get right into it. Going to let it strike, and it's too short. Oh. See? That's reality, folks. That's reality. That's reality. <laughs> There's reality. That's how you know. Ladies and gentlemen, clip it. Make sure, we never lose this. Right Make sure we never lose this clip because you never know what could happen 10 years from now. Oh, he's it's going for round two. Episode. He's going to run for round two. Look, and there he goes. He sinks it, but it's too late. Everybody lost their oh, points. Was, oh, I cannot believe that didn't go in. That was like literally on edge, bro. Well, folks, Benjay costs you all your points. Hope you enjoyed uh, the show today, and we'll see you guys.